Welcome everyone you were listening to and perhaps watching Calling the Audible. Uh, this week should be more audible as Eagle returns. Uh, I am in the studio with Iggy Magnets, who joined us as an analyst, thankfully. Thank, thank God. A job you're really good at versus a job that you're shit. still not good at. Out of curiosity, do you call audibles in your huddle? Like when you get to the line and everything? No, I used to. I don't anymore. It shows. Yeah. I go off the silence knob and doubles. <laughs> hey, that works too. Yeah. That works too. Um, the reason why Iggy is here... Um, is that Mokan has another wedding? It's on a Wednesday. Wedding. It's the weirdest. He's gotta be making it up, and I'm I'm infuriated because I would have loved to take today off because it's my anniversary, <laughs> and instead I had to work because we couldn't find a replacement for Mo because he has this fictional Wednesday wedding. Just say you want a day off, bro. Just yeah. say you want a day off. Yeah, I mean, according to his Instagram, uh, well, he made his mom made almond cookies, but no, here he is at a wedding. He does not look happy to be at the wedding. His mom looks great, though. I, yeah, she's a beauty. Yeah. Unfortunately, Mokan did not get her looks. Oh, so he's actually at a wedding? Yeah. Apparently so. Oh, I thought it was a joke. No. I made that up. No, no, he's at a wedding. But he's actually at a wedding. Yeah. That's hilarious. I have made a wedding because all we see is him and his mom. So I don't. Why would you not smile for this picture, though? <laughs> I, Mo has the strangest social media presence <laughs> of all time, so I don't know. Which, by the way, Mocha 19... P. De La Roca, Iggy Menz, Dak Eagle, Which and of course, Flight Plus. Yeah. Don't forget to tag us in any videos you have. You may see a lot of Dan Lazara videos on our feed. It's because he tags us in them. That's all it is. That's all it is. Um, so, yeah. So, I think I've made a terrible mistake working today. I don't have an option, but here I am. You negotiated your, your way into it. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, my wife's working a half day Friday, so we're going to do... We we do we go on a picnic usually for our anniversary because it's in the summertime. Yeah. It started where one year uh, someone asked us for anniversary our dating anniversary, yeah. which we didn't know. So I blurted out June eighteenth, and then we from that point on we started celebrating it. Okay. And then now we know our anniversary because we right. got married. Although, due to another FPF uh, annoyance, sorry, due to due to, I have a I have another I have a due to another like FPF uh, conflict. I have two wedding dates. Because of an FPF conflict? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, not really conflict. FPF incompetence. So, I, my, my wedding date is July 6th today. Mm-hmm. That's the day that everyone was at my wedding. Um, however, on my wedding certificate, it says July 8th because my officiant, Simon Dagenet, filed it <laughs> two days late. He needed to file it 30 days before. And he's like, they don't count weekends? <laughs> so you should have had Eagle, your, your tr- Eagle, trusty manager. Eagle was my liver. Okay. He had a more important job. Yeah. Oh, yes. Make yes, sure yes. I don't get drunk before 10.30 p.m. he's good at that. Yeah. By the way, Simon Dagenet did not hold the microphone close enough to his face during the entire ceremony, um, which is surprising considering he was on a podcast for like five years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You figure. You figure he would know how to speak to a microphone. Uh, Eagle, do you got any news for the league? Um, Iggy just brought it up off air. Uh, we're you five weeks away from the road show. No, no, no okay. we have to, we have to talk about us complaining about it as well. Cause I'm sure for a lot of players, it's the exact same thing of what do you mean? The finals are five weeks away. It feels like the season has been both long and short simultaneously because you go from having these extended breaks to having back to back games. So that's been a little bit strange. I have two buys, two buys in an eight week in an eight season. Eight week season. <laughs> 
and I'm missing the last two weeks. And somehow I have games in the last two weeks. It's infuriating. So remember, you need five games played on your profile in order to be eligible for playoffs. Um, there are vacation considerations potentially uh, for a few things. So keep that in mind as well in case it's relevant. Um, if you do have a player who's missing a doubleheader because of vacation, email the league and we'll try and help you out on that. Um, we're a little bit flexible on those situations specifically. Uh Reminder, no jerseys, no stats, um, no game played, more importantly. I mean, who cares about stats unless Me. you like stats? This guy. Uh, but more importantly, you won't be eligible for playoffs, so make sure you keep bringing your jerseys. Um, that's yeah. pretty much the main stuff. Don't be dicks. Mm -hmm. Classic reminder. We're getting to that point this of the season the where you're yeah. fighting for your playoff spot, so just yeah. don't be dicks. Yeah, don't, just fight for your playoff spot and not physically... Don't physically have altercations with the other team. Yeah, Glory Boys did a much better job of that. Uh, are doing a much better job of that yeah, this season. Absolutely. They, were, they were fun to play against. We'll talk about that later. But we like, we've never had a team an issue with them as a team. Like as a like I'm saying like right, on right, field, right? right? Like well, it's a, I guess it was on the field, but you know what yes, I mean. Like it it's never been the football issue. Like I've loved watching them play. Right. I've yeah, been yeah, a proponent yeah, of them yeah, from yeah, day yeah, one. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. Um, and maybe last piece of news, kind of, not really. I guess. Uh, you can only play on one team in a division. <laughs> if someone asks you to play on another team, we don't care if it's an emergency. We don't care if it's only for a game. We don't care if you're going to have to forfeit because of it. Find you're going to have to find a guy. We live in a city of 4 million people. Like, there's, there's at least 3.9 million people who haven't played FPS. Yeah. Here's, another, here's another scenario from last night. Uh, team is six. One player gets injured. It's halftime. Hey, can I grab that guy and have him play for our team? No. Unless he's already on your roster. Yeah, I don't like that rule. Technically. Well, please, no, no. There's a reason for this rule. And more specifically, if the person is on your roster sheet, either on your roster or on mm -hmm. your roster sheet before the game begins and he shows up at halftime, he can totally play. Yes. 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 What you can't do is be down 30 to nothing at halftime and go get AJ Gomes to come play for your team so you can win the second half. Well, but again, if Cap, you if Cap compliant, I don't care personally. You either you either kept complaint or you're not. Is my it's always my opinion on these issues. So you're okay. I'm here's another example. I, uh, I if, well, it, if that would happen against well, me, if that would happen against me, I wouldn't care. Well, so so yeah. the Los Angeles Rams have uh, OBJ. You're going right. This is exactly Super Bowl, like the NFL. So you go and get a guy to come play for no, the game. No, 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 not no NFL reference. Here's what. Actually but that's happened. effectively what it is, though. So you sign an emergency <laughs> contract, you get on the field second half. So, but they were cap compliant. Yes. And they won a Super Bowl. But you can't do that because you have to submit your roster before the game. That person wasn't on the roster. So same rule here. It's not the same rule. It is. They got on your roster they, before they the add game him begins. to the team. The game begins. He's not on your roster. You can't he add was, him in the middle of the game. So it doesn't make sense because it's not employment. It's a rec league. I don't know if you know that. Um, it's not the NFL. It's FPF. I also don't know if you know that. Um, also, the team is either cap compliant or you're not. Now, I understand if you're soft and you're worried about lockdown losing yet another game, uh, but I don't have that worry. Yeah, you just lose the game straight up. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I don't care about it. So. You know, you so, like, the, the entire situation real quick here. So, it was uh, two inches gang losing a player uh, down huge to top season last night. Yeah. And they see Gab Wiseman there who had just played with Ravens. And said, but it's also the same division, though. So, that doesn't work. Oh, that is true, actually. So, again, if a that, player that doesn't qualify for yes. the division or your team, <laughs> that's true. I'm with it. Yes. That's, that's true. a forfeit. Yes. But if not, I don't personally care. Yeah. 
Would you would you have an issue if they add a player halfway through the game? N- no, no. As lo- again, as long as cap compliant and not within the same division. Because if they could have had him before the game and they could have had him at halftime, it makes no difference. I- I- exactly. And what ended up happening is they ended up playing five on five. Top yeah. season agreed to play five on five. Well, I mean, um, they were a huge. They were a huge. And like, and like, there's not a space. scenario where a two inches gang can beat them. No, I was gonna say I, I always love that scenario because it's like, oh yeah, sportsmanship would go on five five. Game suddenly tied. Do you add the six player back on? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yes. It's not my fault. It's you're only sportsmanship passed. until it isn't. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. So we'll get into actually. Let's start there. We'll start in Div C since uh, you yeah. brought up uh, Iggy. Um, given uh, so Sean McGrath's injury. I started it off. How would I know that? I, I know. <laughs> it's, I, yeah. So Sean McGrath's uh, been injured, uh, but it hasn't limited him so far. Does Tops doesn't have what it takes to go up against undefeated giants, such as like ECW and Vultures. By the way, I have both of them this week. So, uh, yeah. The same, oh. same day. Same day. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, yeah. You're uh, really looking forward to those. Triple B, Ravens, and Blitz Buds coming up. Um, that should be three wins, question mark? Um. So yes, but none of them are easy. Like, yeah, Beer Belly Brigade are good athletes. Yep. Uh, featured on Game of the Week. Um, uh, from last week. Yeah. Um, you guys got featured on this week, right? Yes. Well, oh, it's cool. it's being processed. Yeah. And yeah. Edited. Yeah. Um. So the games of the week are usually for those near the proceedings. They're usually about a week late because it takes time to edit and put them together. Chris Rebet doing a killer job. Yeah. Um, and uh, so yeah, so Beer Belly Brigade. Having just faced them, I will say this: like it's not a walk in the park. Like they're mm-hmm. they're not incompetent. They're good athletes. Uh, Alex Fafard, look, Div Four to Div C is is a a jump up. Yeah. And to his credit, he's basically taken the same team. And so while other teams have gotten better, he's yeah. there with the same roster. Minus Olivier Claveau. Minus Olivier Claveau. Yeah. Exactly. That's a big Which minus. Which is a big loss. Yeah. yeah. Although uh, Kyrat's been great, yeah, 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 and in, in, in his, I wrote that in my article. In his re- as a replacement, because it's more of a, a system. Like his sure. production is not that he's not a good player. Obviously, yeah. he can carry out what he has to do. But a lot of the snap routes are filled within the system. Sure, but it just it's still the, you can put Kyrat in the slot or a wide yeah, receiver. Yeah, both le- is better. It's one less weapon. Yeah, is my point. Of course, um, and Ravens. You know they've been a little up and down, but you it's know it's always a tough out. The, the tough out, no matter what. And then Blitz Buds, you just face them when you sub for um, Stoics. Stoics. Um, the thing with Blitz Buds is that they have so many athletes, and they have the best player in FPF yeah. or one of in AJ Gomes. Yeah. So that makes it difficult. You smack, you hit the board, and I cannot. Yeah, it's fine. I can hear out of one ear. Right. It's okay. It'll come back. I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, um, so. Yeah, so if you actually look at top season's record and uh, and, and how they've played throughout the season, there's they've been like pretty close in in all the games. They were even like I mentioned, you know, questioning whether they can go up against EZW and Vultures. Lost just by one point to Vultures, but the Tough Lungs game was a tough out. The Air Force One was a one point win. Uh, like the only easy quote unquote game was yesterday's against Two Inches Gang, which again they were down to like five on five at one point. Yeah, and Two Inches Gang is a team that's been outclassed the entire season. Y- yeah, they they should have been in Division D. Yeah, probably. Um, so the question then can't look. They do we can. know why Eagle? Do we know their, why their shirts are pretty cool though? It is cool. I, I saw them on on Take On Ravens. I was like, oh, they look cool. And then I watched the game. I was like, oh, poor yeah. guys. Yeah. 
Uh, Eagle, is it like quarterback cap issue or like why are they in Div C? Uh, no, it's not. They, oh, they're like 30, 40 points below the cap. Yeah, they look fine. Maybe late, late, registration, late registration. Maybe they picked it because well, they Eagles, were well, Curious. they were a tier three team in the fall cup this yeah. past. I, I I remember playing against them, and then I saw them signing up for Division C. I'm like, oh, you guys are good, but you're not Division C good. Your division it's just it's a knowledge thing. Yeah, them. they don't. You're Division D good, yeah. and Division E they would have probably maybe won the championship, the, gone to the finals. They have the athleticism to win Division E just on that alone. Yeah. Division D they, they would have been comparative well suited. C, yeah. it's just not enough. Yeah. Uh, like it's it's not even athletically they don't have not they don't have the knowledge required to yeah. to win in C. Yeah. Um, so if you're on two inches, gang, let us know yeah, why you decided to pick C. Also, let us know which one of your players was the inspiration for your name. I'm not gonna take bets. I think it's the dude top left because look how close his fingers are. He looks like he's really familiar with two inches. <laughs> yeah. The other guys are exaggerating two inches. Like they tell their girl it's two inches, but um, top it's left. Yeah, he looks like he knows exactly two inches. We, I was gonna say definitely not bottom right with the headband and mustache. You're way too confident to pull that. <laughs> yeah, look. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although if you look, if you're there. two inches in that confident, hey, I got it back. You need. Got it back. The, the yeah, there we yeah, go. Yeah. <laughs> it just came back magically. We're talking about two inches, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but like to to you know, we talked about bl- uh, Blitzbuds yeah. being a team that they're gonna face. Uh, you just faced them. They won three in a row. Um, you asked the question here. Um, I I have my own answer, but I'm curious yeah. about th- about your take on it. Yeah, Are yeah. they a team no one want to face come playoff time? My answer is yes, and I've I've talked about this in my articles. I've and I said I, you know maybe at first they might start off a little slow, but watch out for this team week in and week out as uh, Felix uh, Goulet Tenawi uh, gets more familiar with how receivers run their routes. Uh, how the plays really develop because they even brought in a new guy Jules Fortin. Uh, I, he's, he's new excellent. with he's, yeah, he's good. Uh, he's new with me and Coed as well. Like it takes time to 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 gel with your receivers. Yeah, it's starting to happen. They've rattled off three wins in a row. So come playoff time for me, watch out for this team. So there's there's a couple things. One is um, defensively, the way they adapt is not like a normal Div C team. Yeah, uh, they're being co- coached up by AJ, who reacts to things the way a Division A team would. They exactly. start to take away. He learns your playbook and starts to take a, take away and attack your concept. So you need to go into it with a game plan, saying, "This is phase A in the game, phase B, phase C." This is what I, I suggested, for example, to Chris Rive yeah. before you guys faced off against them yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. the other day, um, and it still wasn't enough, right? Because like that's that's how good they are. Uh, the one thing with Felix Goulet, I will say, is that he's very much a rhythm quarterback, and that, and we saw it in the finals in Coed. Is when things go well, his yes. ball placement is perfect. He yeah. has such an incredible arm. Um, he has the athletes that he can just lead, and, and they'll run under it and, and, and make a play for him. But when he's not clicking, it falls apart. Yeah, I, and I there's agree. not a there's not an explanation for it because his footwork is perfect. He's got a great arm. He's he's tall. He can see above most rushers. Um, yeah. I've noticed in games where I've watched him that when things don't go his way. It starts to deteriorate, and the longer that continues, the worse it gets. It's it's funny, yeah. It, but with I, the lead, he's dominant. Dominant, but yes, it's it's exact. I'll just touch on, like, I'll say it a little differently. It's just that with every pass that he does complete, it's and yeah. he completes a second one, he looks even better and better and better. He's very much a rhythm quarterback in that sense. Um, I'm not sure why that is. 
at least going in the up, like spiraling downwards. Yeah. I, I'm I don't have the... Yeah, I, uh, maybe just lack of FTF experience at this point because he's still fairly new to the proceedings. Maybe, but from a pure ta- talent, uh, oh, it's there. Perspective, it, it's absolutely there. Yeah. it's absolutely. I, I wish I had any of that skill set to be yeah, honest. Absolutely. Um, so I would say yes and no. Um, a really good defensive team could give them a hard time. Uh, a team like Top Season, for example. I think you give them a tough time. Um, no, that would be an offensive showdown in my opinion. I think so as well, but I, yeah. like top season has really good defensive yeah, players. Yeah, they do. They do. They really do. Um, Vultures, no. D- well, the thing is their defense looks worse than it is because of the p- the pace of play. <laughs> I get, I mean? Yeah, uh, sh- fair. Not okay. that I think they're dominant. Like, I don't think it's a good matchup for them either. Right, but right, I, I don't, right. Like, Ben McMahon can score with them, yes. and and Vultures can create a takeaway at a key moment. Okay, yeah. The high risk, high rewards would be fair. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's a, then. That's uh, uh, I think that's like a later. Maybe my question was like, who, like I you, mean, do, you don't want to face them in the first on round. Like, of the playoffs. On like how tough sports is built, for example, that yeah. the defense is actually quite good this season. Yeah. I don't hate it. Yeah. I don't love the matchup. <laughs> like I'd rather right, right, play right, against right. teams that aren't winning games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, I, I meant more like. Is it a first round matchup that like a one seed, let's say they're the eighth seed, like a one seed would want to avoid? Yeah. You want to avoid it's again not not like uh impossible, let's say for EZW or or, or uh uh or vultures or any of the top teams, but it's it's just an uncomfortable game. Yeah. It's a, they make the game uncomfortable yeah. is, is the way I can I can best describe it. Yep. Um yeah, so who do you think is the biggest Surprise in the division so far. Let's start with surprise. Let's start positive. I feel a positive guy, man. Uh, well, I was gonna go with like uh, just wh- either, either, either side, either surprising or or disappointing. But um, surprising in a good sense, I'll say, uh, and not because he doesn't have the talent, because he, he absolutely does. Is Ryan McGrath being the leading uh, receiver in yards in the division? Mm-hmm. Like I, I know the guy's really good. But to be number one, I mean, he's played, uh, I think, the most. He's played seven games. Um, James Drysdale and uh, Manuel Arroz, uh, maybe average per game is better. But for him to be up there in the number one and, like, top three in touchdowns, that, that would be my biggest surprise from, like, an individual standpoint. You? For me, it's a uh, well, surprise. Okay, pleasantly. I was going to go with the disappointing. But yeah, do, yeah, go for it. Well, whatever. I was very disappointed because I, pre- I prepared yeah. for the wrong thing, nah, even yeah, though yeah, I yeah. asked the question. Yes, yeah. Genius. That's fine. We'll do it in reverse, though. I'll go negative yes, positive, exactly. you go positive negative. Yes, yes, yes. Iggy Magnet style. Um, the most disappointing team to me is Le Montagnard. I was Yes, I was going to say Well, now you choose another yeah, one. I, have, so I, I, I stole I, it from I, you. I, I have another one. Yeah, yeah. go for um, it. Just that, first of all, I think because was a lot better at the quarterback position than is anticipated because he's been a quarterback before, not in FPF, but uh-huh. he's making his first throws in FPF, but he's an experienced flag player with quarterback experience and quarterback skills. Um, the they have uh, Marc-Antoine Vien, who is one of the best snappers in FPF and borderline Hall of Famer. Uh, Fred Vien is just a stud all around. Um, the, the team is well built. I, I, I think the biggest issue with their defense uh, is they don't have like a dominant rusher. Uh, yep. Khalil Arjebi is or Agrabi, sorry, is um, 
huge, very tall. Very tall. It just he doesn't really have the technique down pat. It looks a little awkward. Yes. Um, yeah. The sacks he's getting are covered sacks, basically. Um, and so that's, that might be hurting them. Julien Fizessier is another guy like Fred Vieille, like, like Brisbane, who's who can throw but is really talented at playing basically any position. Yeah. Um, so I think he was the starting quarterback to start the season. He, he, he was because Brisbane wasn't available, I don't think, for the first okay. couple of games. Okay, so, so Brisbane is now the starting quarterback and was supposed to be throughout. Okay. As far as it, because he's only played three games. Yeah, 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 the last um, three. But now, now yeah, his, the only games he's played, he has only quarterback stats. Yes, and when both Julien Fissier and uh, and Brisbois were in the lineup, Brisbois was throwing. Yeah, so that that's my. I know that sign. this group of guys has been wanting to have Brisbois throw for a while, like like yeah. going back to like a few seasons. He's been sort of gun shy to do it. He bizarrely looks gun shy in the pockets sometimes. Really. And okay. I just think it's because FPS is a different game, like we talked about all the time. But yeah. his skill set is impressive. Yeah. His skill, and when he does let the ball go, it, it's it's really impressive. Uh, so to me, they're they're my disappointment. Iggy, what's your disappointment? Uh, yeah, because you took my Montagnol. So I'd have to go. Uh, they were also uh, high up in the standings in Division Four B last year. Uh, it's Beer Belly Brigade. We just talked about them a little bit. It's not so much that they have a losing record. I could see them being, you know, three and four. May- Look, they're one and four, so their next two games they can win. Uh, but to be one and four instead of two and three, or maybe even three and two, uh, that's my disappointment from them. Like being a nine and one team in four B, and then to kind of hit reality and strike them in the face like uh, the way it is so far. Uh, I think Favon could do a little better. Like this, the stats he was killing it last year, average this yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. Um. There were a couple of things we noticed in our game that we were able to take away at some points in the game. Yeah. And um, he's he's going to learn. Um, he If he just stayed in the pocket more and read the field, he, he limits himself by constantly rolling out. Yeah. And, some, and yeah. it allows the defense to just attack. Right? And like attack that away, side and, and force him to half. throw across the field. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah. Because uh, I'm a cynical man, I'm going to throw my own into this. Uh, the commission, they win their first game against the infantry and then drop four straight. Uh, most of them were somewhat close games. Even yesterday's against EZW. It was close. 20 exactly. Then they haven't had a consistent roster all season, like we've talked sounds about. Sounds like commission to me. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's the thing. And it doesn't even look fun to be on that team right now. Actually... Yesterday was different with okay, Zachary. With Zach Alberts, with that, when, when Zach Alberts uh, Gill is is there on the sideline, okay. kind of like cheering him on, and uh, well, he he plays on the team, but he's he's a jovial kind of guy. Yes, so he brings energy uh, to the team. Uh, so does Brent Bodkin. Uh, more energy than like what maybe Gino brings. Uh, actually, yes. So yesterday's game was actually uh, real fun to watch. It was actually very close. They were kind of chirping easy W from the sidelines, like, how is this team for? No, they're not that good. And I'm like, they just make big plays at the right time, and they play a high and rhythm offense. The thing with EZW, any player can explode. A- exactly, at any point. exactly. It's, it's just anyone can make a, like an amazing play. Like it, It's like in one hand, they have the pin, and in the other hand, they have the grenade, and they can let it loose at any point. Exactly, uh, exactly. It's, I don't know. Yeah. I, so I so the game yesterday, actually I like the way the game was being managed. 
uh, by the commission. They played the clock pretty well uh, to let themselves have the last possession of the game. But Gino threw like three balls on that last drive just completely out of bounds, like no 10 yards over his receiver's heads. Didn't give his chance, his team a chance to move the ball effectively downfield. Yeah, it's um, there are times where Gino DeFazio is inconsistent, and that's the thing that's kept him from being a top. Like, he's a really good quarterback. He is, yeah, But yeah, keeps him from it. being that top tier. Yes. Because when I started in FPF, he was a Div A quarterback. Yeah. And, you know, look, we're all getting older, right? So yeah, his, yeah, yeah. his skills, physical skills have deteriorated, but there is a consistency issue sometimes where, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know why that is. Yeah. Um, maybe it's related to the physical skill set. Maybe it's just not being on the same page because of the inconsistencies on the roster. But it, um, when he's on, he's one of the most impressive quarterbacks in the division. And yeah. when he's not, it's not pretty to watch. Yeah. Um, for me... Yeah, do you have a, surpri- a pleasant I surprise? So, <laughs> the, f- the most pleasant surprise is Ben McMahon. Not because I didn't think he'd be at the top of the division, but the way he's doing his nonsense. It's... Ridiculous. We talked about. We're talking about it almost every week. I'm talking about yeah. my article. But because because week, we like talk about it every week, I'm gonna I'm crazy. gonna I'm gonna go to another quarterback who I'm really imple- okay. impressed with his play so far, and that's Chris Rive. Yeah. Um, he's been a little under the radar for a guy who's you know got almost 115 QBR. He's uh, got a 22 to three touchdown interception ratio. Um, like that's that's winning football. That's yep. Uh, he's, he's if the Stokes don't win a game, it's very rarely. Because he's made a mistake, it could be that he, like the team just like last night they didn't score in the last five plays, but it's not he's making the mistake. You yeah. want the ball with five plays with a chance to win. Yeah, yeah. You know, exactly. and and when your quarterback's performing that way, you will win most of those games. So, um, it's been it's been so impressive to see them, uh, to see the Stoics like go up to and beat you know the infantry for example. Yeah. Um, they they beat Air Force One, which was I found for the Stoics specifically to be a, a, a tough matchup. And then go toe to toe blitz buds who are probably the hottest team in the division. Like if you're doing a power ranking, they're they're moving up your rankings because of how well they're playing currently. You know. Yes. Yeah. Are you are you like somewhat subtly suggesting I do a power ranking in my article? I think you should do a mid season breakdown. Oh, okay. Got it. I just added twenty hours of work. Yeah. Thanks. To your weekly plate. Someone you know is going to be very happy with that. Who's that? Someone I uh, may be going on a date with. Okay. Yeah. Do you know? Yes. <laughs> you heard it here first. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the women's division, um, there was some sh- trash talk in the Strangers Villa yeah. game. I found that to be interesting. Yeah, intriguing. Yeah. Uh, Strangers quarterback, uh, if you can give me the name. Jade. Jade. Oh, yeah. Jade McCusebo. Um, she she was kind of chirping back at um at Villa. Yeah. This, this past well, week. Villa's head coach to be a specific one. So it uh, wasn't clear to me. W- it was it was with with Gino DeFazio. Yes. Co- <laughs> yes. So from what I understood, the story from Mo Khan, uh, scorekeeper extraordinaire on Monday night in Laval, was that the strangers were playing defense. Uh, I'm assuming a ball went in the direction of uh, the stranger's quarterback uh, playing defense, though. Uh, and she kind of made, according to Gino, uh, kind of stiff-armed one of the girls as the ball was coming her way. Uh, so Gino... Armbarred. Yes, armbarred yeah. is, is the correct specific words Mo used. Um, 
and Gino said, uh, well, you know, you, you only got there because you arm barred my, my receiver. So Why when are you trash talking a player to your coach? <laughs> and she looks like like 15, maybe maybe she's 19, 20 years old, you know, like a, a younger, <laughs> younger player. Uh, and then the Villa quarterback went again, targeting the same uh, Jade again on defense. And this time, no arm bar, just deflected the ball out of the way. And this, and then that's when she trash talked Gino, said, I didn't need the arm bar. <laughs> there was no arm bar on that play, uh, was there? I like the subtle admission that there was in the first one. Like, Maybe. I got away with it, and I don't <laughs> even need it. Um, yeah. Jade McHugh Thibault looked apart. She threw for 266 yards compared to the you know combination of Ga- uh, Gabby uh, Obitsano and uh, Patricia Gervais, yeah. who combined for 90 yards uh, in the yeah, game. Yeah, that's rough. It's rough. Uh, so, you know, but on the Jade McHugh-Thibault side, yeah. excellent. Just using all of her receivers. Uh, she did target um, against Jiguer uh, 10 times and Kaylee Delia 12 times, but it's not like the other receivers weren't involved. No, exactly. She threw 41 times. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. That's, that's a lot th- of... That's how you do it. Yeah, that's how you get everyone involved. Yeah. Uh, so I, 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 I didn't see this game, but I did see them play two or three weeks ago. And I like... I Like, she not only looks the part on the stat sheet, Jade looks the part on the field. She looks confident. She's a bit of a smaller quarterback, but doesn't let that, like, impose any tall rushers against her. Yeah. Uh, she gets the ball into many receivers' hands, gets everyone involved into the game. And they have a different set of profile of receivers. So, like you mentioned, uh, Megan Giguer, very box, uh, big, tall receiver, can box out her defenders, uh, can high point a ball very well. Um, Sarah Maud Mathieu, a v- uh, bit of a, a st- uh, shorter, uh, very speedster, and uh, has a great ability to cut it upfield and, and change her angles on defenders, make, make uh, the girls miss the two flags, not three. Uh, she she's one of their speedier receivers. Got 50 yards, six for eight on reception targets, one TD. Uh, Cassie Levy, very reliable hands. More known for her defensive play, uh, four picks in her last two games, but very reliable hands from her. So they they have a you know different profile uh, set of receivers. So it complements Jade yeah. very well. They, she, she has lots of different types of weapons for exactly. sure. And on defense, they they have a lot of length. They have a lot of speed. Their tackling is really good. They all move to the ball. It looked as though there was just no room for Villa to operate. I know Villa were missing players this week as well, so yep. not a full cast of characters. And they haven't really had their, their starting quarterback from the beginning of the season all season long, which I think they knew heading into the season. But um, they they seem to cause a lot of issues on the defensive side of the ball as well. Um, you know, Mo, <laughs> Mo says that they might be the team to get you know, create issues for Red Nation, but mm-hmm. I actually think straight up, they're better across the board than Red Nation. And that's the game I saw two or three weeks ago. And they were up on Red Nation 12 nothing. They were up two scores on them. Yeah. And if it's not for two pick sixes uh, from uh, the Red Nation defense, they're, they're losing that game. And Red, Red Nation, Nation has relied on that uh, where exactly. they've supplemented Austin Sobel's offense. I remember even in uh, the winter season, they won a game, which if not for a pick six, they don't win that game. Exactly. And yeah. I wonder how sustainable that is where... As we look at what strangers do on offense, spreading the ball around, defensively using their, their physical skills and yeah. good, smart team defense. Yep. Not as explosive a defense as Red Nation, but um, the way that they play, I think, is just more playoff built than, than the Red Nation is. And, and it's just going to get better as the season goes along. These are literally strangers. They're like free agents coming together. 
and they're looking better and better every week. Uh, so watch out for them uh, exactly going up against Red Nation or Le Petit Miet uh, towards the finals. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Um, the Villa QB situation. Yeah, what's up? So, again, given the depth of knowledge that Gino DeFazio has yeah. and playing the position, given how well he understands the game and given that he's coached before and he's been a successful coach yeah. and how he's coached up younger players in FPF, um, why can't he get Gabby to perform better and what can be done for, for them moving forward? So, I mean, you can only teach so much. If it's a physical skill set limitation, that's not, there's not much you can do there. Uh, throwing, you know, one TD to seven interceptions kind of tells me that. Um, but what you can do is simplify the offense. Uh, nothing wrong, and he know he knows this. Nothing wrong with going three yard hooks. Uh, maybe in the women's actually division, it's it's different because you can't get a first down for every ten yards. Yeah. So maybe the adaptation towards the women's division and its particularities is also hindering Gino in in some in some ways. But uh, then you ne- you need to develop. An intermediate attack, I imagine, where... Which then comes back to the physical limitation, uh, the skill set limitation. If the ball can't get there... But are the schemes creating open receivers? In right. The yeah, f- fair enough. So 12-yard hooks, Iggy. Yeah, 12-yard hooks. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> I, I, For example. I, I know. So you mentioned, though, that the knowing that a quarterback wouldn't be there every game. Were you referring to Lorian Lapointe? Yeah. Because she was there week one. I momentarily couldn't remember her name. Yeah. So... Yeah. W- was there week one and put up four scores yeah. on Red Nation. She, but she, I believe, uh, is a fly quarterback. She's played the game before. Yeah. Where I think Opisano is just learning on the fly. Right. Which is fine. Like, yeah. And like, even the lack of success, that's normal. FPF is hard. Like, it is. We always say it. It's not a, it is. It's not a pickup league. It's a, it's a hard league. Yes. So she's learning and that's fine. But I, I think they need to call plays that are... I remember, for example, when I started throwing, a lot of my friends in Division A were telling me, Run triple slants, run triple slants. You had the same experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> when you don't know how to read it, it's an impossible play to read. I, re- I remember for me, it was Andel Gordon Thomas. He's like, run triple slants. I'm like, this. how is this? No. I'm like, no. And now it's yeah. very effective. If you look at it as hooks slightly askew. Yes, yes. <laughs> but know? yes, continue. Um, but like, it could be something as simple as that where maybe she's being given plays that work in FPF, but she doesn't understand what right. she's looking for. And sometimes I think when when your team is struggling, you might be giving too many plays, too many suggestions. Um, I've been guilty of this when I've been hurt and I've had quarterbacks replace me. I'm, I'm like, I see things on on that the defense is doing. It's like, hey, try this, try this, try this. But if the quarterback doesn't know what they're looking for, yeah. it becomes an issue. So um, I, I, w- I hope uh, they're going to be able to, to um, adjust. Can anyone catch uh, Geraldine Caballo Avante th- for receiver of the year? Um, she's short on TDs to make it unanimous, but she yeah. otherwise is across the board pretty dominant. Yeah, she has almost 300 receiving yards in just four games yeah. off off of 23 catches, uh, 37 targets. Very explosive player. Yeah, the most targeted and most uh, and receiver with the most receptions in the women's division this year so far. Um, look, if she keeps that pace, let's let's just double those yardage, 600 yards. Yeah, I think that alone. 
even with just the one TD, if no one can put up that same type of Unless yardage. Unless someone puts like 12, 13 touchdowns or... Yeah, know. it would... Uh, which I... I wish we had like a... Like an algorithm that told us what a TD is worth in terms of yardage. What do you think it's worth? 23.6 yards. Eagle? I know the actual number. I'm not <laughs> telling you. Is it 23.6 yards? It is not. Okay. Was I close? Wait. Uh, we I won't tell I, you if you were close. I usually go... Why like won't you tell us? What's the point 30, of hiding information? Like 30 yards. Uh, because Wait. quite literally no one on the staff knows right. how the algorithm works, and I want to keep it that way. So who's, but why? If I say 30... Uh, job security. What's the benefit? Job security. Dude, we, like, we already recorded two shows with bad or no audio, <laughs> so you're fine. Um, 30. Who's yeah, but th- it's more, this is more insurance, right? Because, like, like, one of these days, no, no, but the, insurance, right. the insurance is this, is that if you're not working for FPF, neither am I. So it's <laughs> replacing two people is difficult. Well, when we've seen what that looks like. Yeah. When <laughs> half of you, when, when one, one half is not it there. It doesn't so work well. not good. It doesn't work well. Uh, I say 30. Who's closer? P's or I? You think I noticed off my head? I have no idea. Okay. So you don't know? I mean, I know. I just... It's not mm, knowledge sounds, I can't Stop touching. Sorry. God damn it. No, sounds, like, sounds like you don't know, though. So I'm going to stick with that. Eagles, no, it's fine. Uh, look, You know who else doesn't know? Both who? of you. That's true. Yeah. That's true. But um, see, we're, we're, we're not cowards who, who are scared of players showing up at halftime. So we're, we're uh, free to admit it. Right. So, uh, but if there is one receiver uh, that could catch up to Gigi, yeah. uh, I think it's the aforementioned Sarah Moden that's here. Like I said, she, she uh, not only uses her speed well, uh, but they use her effectively uh, in the offense. So they, they have her looping around the quarterback and uh, ha- fake handing off to her and then, and then throwing it back to her. I love all the movement in the women's game, it, by the it, way. Exactly. And like everything you love about the women's, like, uh, like the strangers utilize with uh, Sarah. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, if there's one receiver that could uh, catch up and, uh, and reach Gigi, it's, uh, it's Sarah Mon Matsu. Yeah, for Before sure. we move on, very important update in the life of Mokan's wedding. Uh, round one has been served. It's a chickpea pakora. Yeah, again, it looks like he's just eating at home. Bro, it's, it's, <laughs> my, it's my anniversary. I don't know why you did this to me. Um, so, um, <laughs> Wait, favorite Indian uh, entree? Samosas. I mean, yeah. is that considered an entree, though? Is that more like I'd snack food? I don't eat a ton of Indian food because it tends to cut through me, but... Uh, samosas will do it for me, yeah. Yeah. I, I would have. I usually... I, samosas are really good. But I li- recently, I had the onion bhaji. Mm-hmm. Damn, I had a good one, and it was really freaking good. I do like onions. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Um, so, I gave Mo shit for something for years. So Saying uh, butter, chicken, and rice is, no, an, no, is no, a no. traditional Indian dish? Not related to that at all. Okay. Um, so, because you brought coffees this week, which thank you, by the yeah, way. Appreciate it. Um, but normally, uh, I, I, on a weekly basis will get, uh, coffee, uh, for myself, for Eagle and, uh, Mo doesn't drink coffee or right. his, his entire, his entire, um, <laughs> all right. His entire, uh, diet consists of a sleeve of crackers as far as I'm concerned. Uh-huh. So what I do instead is I get, I, br- I bring his mom a donut every week. Right. Um, oh yes. That's what you brought last yeah. week or yeah. Yeah. Or two weeks ago. He yeah. doesn't eat it. Uh, I used, to, miel. I used yeah. to bring him chocolate milk. He no longer drinks chocolate milk. Yeah. So uh, basically bring her a recette miel because it's her favorite donut. Yeah. Um, Which, by the way, if you want to get extra stats added to your score sheet, bring Mo Khan a recette miel. You know how he many won't pa- actually add stats to it, but... You want to know how, why I got so many passing yards? That's why. <laughs> um, but the 
so for years, yeah, I th- I was getting Eagles coffee, yeah, which was uh, triple triple, mm-hmm. um, and I always got weird looks at star at at where Starbucks or or, or Tim Hortons or whatever, yeah. and whatever I dealt with those looks because it's my friend, it's what he wants, yeah, and then once in a while Mo will do the coffee yeah. run and he would show up with a double double, one of these guys like double D right here. Right. Who's that for? And I was <laughs> like, he's like, no, dude, you're a bad friend. Like, Eagle likes the coffee this way. I know it's a weird order, but come on, like, don't don't be a jerk. Yeah. Like, listen to your friends. Give them what you want. Like, I I would like literally scold him about this. I feel like an I- 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 ironic twist is coming. And then w- we go we go to Simone's wedding, uh, and uh, we're in the Wait, car. Ju- like this past week, uh-huh. or two weeks ago, whenever it was. Um, and so we're in the car. And um, Simon was in the driver's seat, so he puts in the order. And Eagle asked for his coffee double double. I was like, so I told Eagle, like, you don't need to do that. You can <laughs> order the coffee the way you like it. He's like, I do like a double double. I was like, then why do I keep getting a triple triple? He's like, I don't know that. <laughs> you keep doing it. I don't know. So I was the bad friend who wasn't listening to Eagle, as it turns out. You also were not For listening. a decade, by the way. Yeah. Every you, time. You were yeah. also not reading all the messages because when I started getting coffee, I'm like, well, what do you guys get? And you always say black and he would always write double double. Well, because when I would go, I, I wouldn't bother. The first time out. I wrote sweet and creamy oh, and right. he assumed it was triple triple. Right, right, But right. every other time I've said it the proper way. Yeah. 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 So. That's uh, <laughs> Mokon's a bad friend uh, <laughs> is the point of the story because uh, he's at a fake wedding on a day where I needed him to be here. Um, in Division D, um, there was a couple of heavyweight divisional games uh, Mo talked about uh, yeah. when he sent us uh, his thoughts on division. Two teams I'm very familiar with. I mean, this is a division where I can go off the cuff a lot because I'm writing the article. Right, right. A lot of teams moved up from lower divisions, which I usually cover. Um, primetime versus Killer Rays. Uh, Mo says it was a wet affair. It was yesterday, so yes. Yeah. Uh, it was That's a rematch of the five. Was it no, six finals? No, no, no we did no, that last we did week. That last week, no, I corrected. Wrong. That. They played in different finals, but well, six and six D. Yeah, primetime lost their final. Killer Rays won their final. Uh, Daniel Spina seems to have made the full-time move to quarterback as Adam Weechi present at the game but not throwing. Um, mm. I think primetime is making a little too many moves to quarterback position. Yeah, y- y- you need to give somebody reps. And he if it's Spina, it's got to be that. It's got to be him. Yeah, you, you can't go. It's not the third quarterback throwing for the season. Um, Tyler Bianchi, on the other hand, um, this wasn't his best game, but largely he's looked the part, moving up, essentially. A a division and a half, basically. Yeah. From six, let's say, to D. Although they've played three seasons in, like, but tier they three. Fall, yeah. yeah. So tier three, you'll see some of the, the five actions but as well. But you'd, you'd say I've now entering, I think, their fourth season, that division D is not a crazy jump. Yeah. I wouldn't say a one and a half. I'd say one, a division's jump. Yeah, so essentially Mo was saying that both quarterbacks struggled yeah. with grip. I know I hate throwing in the rain. Um, yeah, it's not e- it wasn't easy. If you don't have great mechanics, it really falls apart quickly. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, so uh, guys who aren't uh, natural throwers, although Tyler Bianchi to me looks like a guy who is a natural thrower. So mm-hmm. I um, disagreed. Okay. He's more natural than I am. <laughs> y- y- yes, yes. Uh, so I guess that's what prompts you to say it. Yeah, I'm the Mendoza line. Yes, just not. not but not a, not a, like a tackle quarterback. No, yeah, no. That's fair, that's fair. Uh, but they both struggled in this game. Yeah, I would peek over my shoulder, and while Bianchi looked better, uh, Spina did not. Like, he did really 
struggle. But Spina seems there. to have issues reading the field as well. Yes, like he's just a, what I mean. a reacting quarterback. It's one read and react, and then yeah. if it's not there, sort of try and buy time and make something happen. Uh, that's not that's not an effective way to win an FPS. Unfortunately, yeah, and specifically, Mo mentions he couldn't get the ball to Alessio Muro. Um, you know. Specifically, look. but there's a lot of guys on, there on his are. team. Like, like Manny Bezogius is, is a really good receiver as well. Uh, Leo, Leo Diakumakos, he's you not been always as effective. Fuck up that name. It's tough. You, you always bleep up that name as is most. Leo Diakumakos. Yes. Uh, those, yeah, I, I like those additions from the uh, Melon slash uh, yeah. FKU franchise uh, over to primetime. That, that, those were solid additions, but uh, just, yeah, couldn't get them the ball. And even like Ethan Adrian Speed, like, get him. Get him the ball in the drag. Get him on a quick hook yeah. and let him do damage. Um, you know, so they, they have talent where it doesn't just have to be Alessio Muro. I know Alessio Muro is very good. He's very good two ways, as is Carter Condon. Um, but no, like the only player with more than two catches in this game was Manny Bezogius. And again, I just think that a lot of times uh, Daniel Spina kind of knows where he wants to go with the ball in the huddle. Before, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Which is not atypical of, of new mm-hmm. quarterbacks. Um, so most says he worries about primetime because their player Ashton Miller won't be available when he goes to Queens for training yeah. camp. He's set for top season's very good. But like that's part of like you build a team knowing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's no, exactly. So like, yeah. a lot of teams are going to be losing players as the season goes on. Yeah, exactly. So they shouldn't have built around him, and I don't think they did. That's why they. It's like it's nice if he's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like. And that's that second part was was me who wrote that that I he subbed for top season yesterday and yeah he's he's really good like if if he was on the team full time which he said he can't be uh, but yeah. given the the difficulty that quarterback doesn't make a difference true but defensively like he's yeah. he's a great and probably already player. a really good defense right yes. so it, it helps yes. them yeah, yeah, yeah it helps them improve their strength which is the defense. Right, but I think, like I said, Manny and uh, adding Manny and uh, Leo to the team were were great additions, uh, free agent acquisitions. Oh, for sure. Um, so, for Killer Rays, the last wins have been against Dirty Dogs um, and Primetime. These are character wins. They've simplified when they've had to in the rain, for example. Um, Tyler Bianchi not able to stretch the field the way he normally does. Um, and then they're... They may not be making all the big plays they're used to, but they're making good plays in, ki- in crucial moments. Yeah, they're at the right time, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, they are, like, uh, Mo says it, and I think it, too, that uh, that Killer Rays, I mean, look, they're leading their, uh, their top their conference. I think that's where they end up uh, by season's end. They're, they're the best in their conference right now, and they're, they're beating the right teams to prove that. So the opposite of False Kings. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Um, there doesn't seem to be like a leading false kings ca- like candidate in springtime. Mm. Well, also because like th- no no one's played the same amount of games, and that's so true. it's yeah. harder. It's harder, it's harder to, to get a feel analyze, for yeah. where teams are actually at right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, which is weird because again, the finals are in five weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just nonsense. yeah, that, like I couldn't wrap my head around that when most. I've been so much pain all the time. This <laughs> There's no time for recovery. Yeah. It's awful. Um, either the games are too close or too far. Yes, it's yeah. Uh, yeah. it's frustrating. Yeah. Um, what's been more surprising to you? The, the fact that the Rays' explosive offense largely uh, has been effective in Division D, or the fact that their defense has given up 25 points or less in five games, um, which is not necessarily what they've been known for in yeah. the past. 
No, the the defensive part. Uh, that's usually the offense flags and off uh, or flag football in general, but FPFs flag rules really are in favor for the offense. So I'm not surprised that they're still uh, putting up the points in Division D. Um, it's it. I'm more surprised about the defense. Like not now facing better competition uh, and to have let 25 points or less in in their five games. That's more impressive to me. For sure. Um, the game of the season, Div D so far. Kiss my vulture against... Uh, yeah, you can look as cocky as you like. Cause <laughs> Glory Boys no longer undefeated. Kiss my vulture, remain undefeated. Um, um, we'll talk about your co-ed uh, situation later. Sure. Uh, because Mo Khan and I had a sidebar that you're not privy to. Oh, um, nice. But, dude... You've been you've been great this season, and in when you've thrown in Div D, when you've thrown in Div uh, Div uh, E, E, and Coed, and, and Coed as well. Um, and as far as I know, you you weren't supposed to be throwing. No, I was not. Kiss my vulture. I was not. It was a injury related thing that forced me to play quarterback. Injured fingers and cramped up, and uh, from from a ball. Okay, uh, there, Mokan. No, <laughs> hey, that forced Mo to retire from quarterback. Not that he only completed twenty five percent of his passes. Uh, so yeah, a jammed finger from a from a football, and then an ankle injury kind of limited my mobility. So I'm like, guys, I I I'm sorry, but I I have to throw. I didn't. First want of all, to. hats off to Dave DeAndre for being yes. willing to to see the throne, right? Yes, and it's not a hundred percent official yet, but he's like. I think you should stay quarterback because <laughs> it's kind of it's going well. It is. Uh, so um, I'll say something nice and then I'll insult you later. But uh, so like you, we've talked a lot in the off season, uh, heading into the season yep. about uh, you know developing your playbook and yeah. the concepts that we talked about are not just my concepts. The concepts used a lot by Stephen Harpersod, for example. Concepts yeah. used by guys like Dan Lazara, guys like Kevin Wyeth. Like these are not these are some stuff is very flag oriented. That's yeah. more lower division stuff. That's not necessarily from those guys, but like Steve Harper says, one of those guys who's bringing that into higher divisions as yeah. well because the game is the game, right? Yes, and, exactly. and the zone yeah. defense is the zone defense and yeah. a lot of what we call our zone killers. Um, and I said to Mo this week, I said, well, Iggy's the best kind of student. He's the kind of student that doesn't need a teacher. <laughs> like, <laughs> because like, like and you, you keep saying like, it's a credit to me. And it's not, man. It's you. It's you making the reads. It's you making uh, the plays out there, calling the right plays when it counts, uh, trusting the read and that's that's the game that's that's all this game is <laughs> it's yeah. a 40 yard field it's not a huge field you don't need all the physical skill sets yeah. you throw a nice ball you have a good arm and now you're 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 calling not only are you calling the plays but you're you're reading them well y as well yeah speaking of nice plays did we see this one already there we go oh james man, for the uh, audio only audience this is a catch by james drysdale back of the end zone uh, where Iggy you Going, put it up he, right he went up he high climbed point. the the ladder there on that one <laughs> that, was, that was just nasty but again you threw it to where it's him or nobody yeah right so yeah, yeah hopefully yeah. that wasn't like a fourth down throw but <laughs> third down there we go third down's fine yeah you have yeah. so many downs <laughs> after that yeah it was third down three plays that, that's a, a great opportunity to take a shot in the zone and, yeah. and that's part of the things we talk about too is is game management and understanding yeah, yeah. different situations in the game and and you do that remarkably well and, and this is the kind of game where you're like you know we're going to play fast pace you put up 260 yards you put up seven touchdowns yeah. uh, James Drysdale goes off for four touchdowns uh, you know uh, 
Oh, actually, I'm looking at the wrong. No, the wrong game. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So I against Big Dracos, he put up yes, <laughs> four yes, touchdowns. Yes. Uh, I believe he had two in in this game. But uh, enough about me. Uh, more about the yeah. Story. I'm just I'm, more, yeah, yeah. I'm bringing it up because again, I'm gonna make fun of you later for your right, quarterbacking. Right, but um, right. so so take take the compliments, <laughs> take compliments while it's there. While they're here. Uh, but yeah, so in, in this game, Drysdale getting the two touchdowns, of course. But um, what's interesting is if you compare this to the Big Dracos game, which is why I had that that score right, sheet open. Okay. Is, you have a game where it's fast-paced. We, you know, the the gas pedal's all the way down. Yeah. We got to score. We got to put up yards. We got to move the ball. And against Glory Boys, it was the opposite. And so the why Glory Boys game was first. Yeah. And then the Big Dragos. But go ahead. But why was it? Why, since you were there, and you can give us context, why was it preferable for Kiss My Vulture to slow the game down against Glory Boys versus running tempo against uh, Big Dragos? So. That maybe the that's how you read the, the the scoreboard from it, but that's actually not really what happened. So okay. you you so you'd give you'd us think, context. Yeah. <laughs> so you think a twenty four twenty one was a slow down the pace, mm-hmm. um, but no. I'll give credit to Glory Boys and and their their defense, stellar stellar strong defense, uh, shooting a lot of gaps um, where they shut me out in the first half. Yeah. So kudos to them. You know, it was just our experience. Uh, and the adjustments that we made in the second half, um, you know, things from that my player saw on the sideline. I uh, said, you know, you got to attack right here. Uh, they're playing this type of defense very often. So run these type of plays on my like, two score lead. Uh, so a 13, I believe, 12 or 13, nothing uh, lead. Uh, so I actually, you know, down two possessions with just the half to go 22 minutes i know how fast the game uh can go luckily on the on our first possession we scored in just two or three plays so that helped and again the experience of uh, at one point it was a we scored and we were down three so we just said we're not even taking the extra point we're we're yeah don't but again game management which is another thing i, I compliment you on was yeah that's an underrated part of the game. And, and and glory boards were like, whoa, you can do that? You can decline the convert? I'm like, yeah. I had a I ref refuse it for me <laughs> this season. No. Oh, God. It's And it's it happened, and just quickly, it happened yesterday in Ravens trying to come back down three scores against ESU Timberwolves. They scored, and they went for the extra point. I'm like, I shouldn't have done that. You wasted 40, 45 seconds. What's the point? Because you 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 need the, the 30 to 40 seconds are more important because you're down three scores. If the ex- worry about the extra point at the end, you need the scores first yeah. to get that, like to even have a chance at the extra point. So, so uh, we actually tried to hurry up the offense and, and and score quickly. Luckily, my defense came up big. Uh, Phil Roberts with a big interception, uh, a big well, fourth, and James Drysdale, not a huge game on offense, but five sacks on defense. Y- and yes, and like against an inexperienced quarterback like Michael Hiotis who uses his run game a lot yeah. i can imagine that being very frustrating for him but they and, and cu- again kudos to them they would convert on that third and 17 play so it was frustrating in the first half because we would get a sack and then you know second and 17 became third and 8 and then they would convert on third and 8 so they they played well uh better in the first half um but a pick by like i said phil roberts and a stop on defense was uh was really what what allowed me to get and us to get back into the game and then uh, as you saw with james Drysdale just making an incredible catch at the end like yeah that that sealed the deal eagle do you want to remind uh division d about the playoff structure or do you want to do that next week like, um i mean 
we can do it next week. There's not enough games played to care at this point, honestly. Yeah, just we'll, keep playing your games. We'll get just, we'll get Duke yeah. to drop a graphic too, and yeah. I'll add it to my article next week as well. Yeah, it's just just a reminder. At least let's let's just throw it out there. Is that it's the top six? Iggy didn't get it. We're trying to move on from the topic. <laughs> it's just it's confusing. <laughs> it is fine. No, do it. Go ahead. I'm it's just, just you, dude. It's the top. Six. I was too nice to you. I can't. Yeah. I can't keep it up. So Eagle, if you bring up the the standings. twenty teams make it six plus two. Yes. It's just, I'm sure, I'm sure, because this happened in the winter and kind of the opposite with what was the team that made the playoffs but didn't show up to their playoff game? Oh, I the, mean, there was the multiple of that. Let's not go there. That yeah. was very complicated. This is more complicated. Because no, it's there's, not. There's two teams. No, it's not. There's two teams that think they're in the playoffs and they're not in the playoffs. No, only one of them isn't. Two. Only one. Two. Two. Six plus two, Iggy. Yes. Seven, seven, seven. Six plus two. Yes. Only one you team that's going to show as tell in me, is out. Tell me who's in the playoffs right now. From the Forget the top six. The top six are the top six. Uh, right now. Yeah. Who should be in the playoffs in this? Mighty Six yeah. is in. Yep. And, and at this point, yes. it's Team Timbo, but yes, that's only because go. the game's played. There you go. So I said two teams think they're in the playoffs, and they're not. Yeah, but I mean, again, late, it's still way too early to actually care about big, this. I'm just saying. You're not in the playoffs, and they it w- they're in the graphic. And it's a very different situation than last year, though. I, I it was said. Well, last year, you mean this is year. the opposite. Yes, yes. Yeah, That's all. So, um, with regards to to uh, coed, yeah, I decided this week we're gonna have Alexi do our work for us. Yeah, we're so did I. We're gonna react to his power ranking. Yes. <laughs> I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, genius. <laughs> genius idea. Outsourcing work because most of sports radio is just outsourcing work. When you and take callers, yeah. that's what you're doing. Yeah. You're outsourcing content to yeah. the customer. Yeah. Strange. We do that too, though. Yeah. We have people call at the show. That's why we do it. Um, so do we? let's look if we, if we agree with his power rankings. Um, he's got Justice League as number one. I'm 50. So he asked me, by the way, for my power rankings. In co-ed. Yeah. Yeah. It was, he asked me after 9 p.m. And then the next morning, I didn't remember because mm-hmm. he asked me after 9 p.m. Yeah. So I didn't get to give my input. Uh, so I do it now. Um, so what are your thoughts on Justice League being uh, the number one uh, ranked team? Uh, maybe 1A. Let's, I would maybe want to call it 1A and I'd say I'd put Easy Fun at 1B. Um, but sure, let's because it's one A and the A is greater than B, and if you know because of the alphabet, uh, sure, uh, put them at number one. Uh, his reasoning was for because of the loaded playmakers and their abilities, and for having the best female uh, in they the do. division. And I can't argue with that. Like Sarah Parker is the best female in in the division, and happens to be playing the quarterback position. At, She's at one of the best quarterbacks in FPF, male or female. Yes. So yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. Yeah, um, and then yeah, when you put uh, one of the Pilon, it's Serge Pilon, I believe, playing on on the team with Kevin Lubin and uh, and Curly McCord and uh, and Curly's been one of the most underappreciated players in FPF for as long as I've known him. Yeah, he's been a former teammate of mine. I've I saw him play back in the day with I believe the team was Takers and and a squad, um, mm-hmm. or as I used to like to call them, a squad, um, and just super versatile, great teammate, great dude. Like it's. I'm I'm happy he's getting his due now in co-ed because he's always been worth it. 
Yeah, and uh, when and, and like if and if Jasmine Farmers, uh, it looks like she, she you know she's played three games, a couple of games that I saw she wasn't there. Uh, but yeah, if she's full time on the team, that that's a stacked roster, <laughs> like from from the women to to the. And men. they they won a game recently where Sarah Parker had to take ten plays off on a controversial right. uh, OC, OC. Yeah. and then Kevin Lubin was removed from the game for getting two OCs and the game ended with Sarah Parker on defense and they still <laughs> won the game. So that's how'd impressive. You, how'd she look on D? <laughs> she played. Okay. Okay. Like you. Yeah, no, no, well, no, 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 no. It's, it's not be insulting. Okay, okay. <laughs> she was fine. It just yeah. obviously it's not her strength. It's not yeah. something she plays often. Um and I know like for myself as quarterback, I even I also don't like playing defense on quarterback because there's so much to think about all the time yeah. that it's just distracting if anything you know and, and here's another thing actually that may not it's uh, often go- gets overlooked because she's throwing and she's the i believe the only female quarterback throwing in co-ed one yes she gets to throw a smaller ball mm-hmm. guys like matthew peacock and and kevin lubin can that that ball you're coming down with it like nine times, 99 times out of a hundred yeah. because like if it's, whether it's a sideline comeback or, or a, a, a seam from I the mean, slot. I guess, but like I've played with Kevin Lubin before and I've seen Matthew Peacock play a bunch. Like they're not dropping an F 2000 either. <laughs> it, <laughs> right. Like, no, even more to my point that, that I'm just saying yeah. that like, because their heads e- are so good. Exactly. It's even, it's even more yeah. likely that though, like if it's well, like, like, so for example, like a, a, a you know, you throw your hand out for a one-handed catch. Yes. And an F2000, maybe bring it in, but yes. with a smaller ball, it's easier to palm. Exactly. That makes sense. That, that, that's and what I'm Because of to. how tight her spiral is, yes. you're going to bring that ball in. Yeah, yeah it makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, well, let's not react yet to the ranking because it's in, con- it's in concert with the other rankings, right? So, like, sure. easy fun. Uh, we keep talking about how Stephen Harper's had his no interceptions. And uh, Alexi made reference to it, too. But I'm sure Jeremy White also wants us to notice no interceptions. He has one now. He at the time he wrote it, he had zero, but he has Slacker. one. Slacker, yeah. get out of here! Yeah, come on. Only talk about Steve now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, now now Jeremy doesn't even deserve to be the second ranked team. Um, but similar to uh, EZW, five receivers with 100 plus yards. Yeah. Basically, everyone's a threat. That's the thing Jeremy White has done from his beginnings as quarterback, and. We talked a lot this w- or a couple of weeks ago, and he was saying like he's elevated by his receivers. And while I think mm-hmm. that under um, undersells his talent, he's also not wrong in that yeah. they get the m- the most out of him because of his willingness to spread the ball. Yes. Um, but does he use his, f- his female receivers enough to really be considered a front runner? S- yeah. So not enough. But look, they they do have like about f- four or five female receivers and. Uh, Veronique Baudouin is the the exception to that. Uh, she has nine receptions on 12 targets, 155 yards, and, and two touchdowns. Uh, but if you combine the rest, uh, you're looking at uh, four receptions, five, six, uh, plus four, thir- 13 receptions amongst, what was that? What did I rattle off there? Four, four or five names? Yeah. That's five. not enough. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he could do it. Especially with his ability to buy time. Yeah. Um, there's not a reason. There's not a reason to not get them more involved. Um, because that's going to hurt, I think, in the playoffs. It makes it too yeah. easy to game plan against. Yeah, yeah. Um, that said, look, it's been successful for them in the past, but co-ed one is going to be more challenging for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
the next team, I think now we can start making the docket. Because like to me, I think Kiss My End Zone is being undersold a little Kiss bit. My a, a, because outlaws. Kiss My Outlaws, rather. Um, they've played a game less, or two games less. Sure. Um, so it's an incomplete picture. Um, I think Stephen Harper saw it, as much as I like Sarah Parker, I think Stephen Harper saw the best passer in the division, period, when it comes yeah. to play calling, play design, yeah. uh, throwing ability, yeah. experience, championship uh, yeah. pedigree. Yeah. It's... Hard to argue. Guys, possibly a top 10 quarterback in FPF. Oh, you, we've argued top five here. Yeah. Like, it's around there. Like, yeah. he's somewhere between five and 12, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's not ridiculous for me to make that argument. So, like, no. um, and the fact that, like, we talked about how uh, Justice League are stacked with talent. To me, Kiss My Outlaws actually have the best top end talent um, in the division uh, when you consider the fact that, um, you know, I know there's not a lot of like consistency in, like, Louis Beige and, and Kevin Donnett not playing full seasons. Uh, but you know, you're a, a nice option when you also have Isaiah Lard, Julian Otero, you know, s- size and speed respectively, uh, and the 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 female talent also really exceptional. Like I like, I've always been a huge fan of Abigail Cockerton. She's one of the yeah. the best snappers I've ever played with. Uh, Erica Dubois gets better every time I see her play. Yeah. Um, I think to me this is a really good team. But there does seem to be inconsistency with people showing up to games. Yeah. Or is it injuries? Like, what's up? No. Ev- well, even me, I've only subbed for the team, so I'm not oh, even... Okay, I thought yeah, you were on yeah. the because no, you no, played no, three no. games. That's why... Yeah, I know, I know. It was just, uh, yeah. like, yeah, one was, like, a sub, and uh, a couple times I, w- I was there, and... Is Laurie Willette full-time? Uh... <laughs> That one's uh, the str- that that strange scenario where Eagle was uh, referring to, where you can only play on one team. So I'm not. It's not a strange scenario. That's just sports. I don't know exactly which team she's on, <laughs> whether she's on Easy Fun Guys, or Kiss My Out. Wh- what are we even doing? I know she she's on one team. I haven't now. seen such bad decision making since the U.S. Supreme Court. It's like, not it doesn't me. Make sense. <laughs> it's not, I'm not on this team. I I don't. She's on one team. I just don't know which team. That is, <laughs> she's, they've made they've made a clear cut distinction whether she's on Easy Fun or Kiss My Outlaws, but I don't know which one that is. Thanks for the info. Yes, um, the argument is being made that the defense is not making enough stops for Steve Herbersod. Um, yeah, because they're scoring um, minus this past week against With, Easy Fun. without Steve. Without Steve, yeah, to be fair, um, but. Yeah, not making the enough stops to get. But give to be fair, like the teams they've played are also easy fun, who score In pretty bunches, frequently, yeah. um, and uh, what's it called? Like easy fun, they played them twice. They played fifth squad, who they always have close games against. Anyway, they beat them. They, they you know, that's probably when they're better defensive outings. And then Le Petit Facu uh, are the next team on our list. Um, they're turning the ball over too often. Uh, too many interceptions, n- you know, one and a half per game. Um, sometimes Coed one operates like a division C or higher where yeah. one turnover can mean a difference between a win or loss. Exactly. So one and a half. You're not setting up your, your, your odds in your favor. Yeah. It's one turnover too many. Half a turnover is fine. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. one turnover is yeah. far too many. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so so uh, that's, that's where Alexi had them ranked. And uh, more specifically, like, Dom LaFall, I think, is a really good quarterback for Coed because of his ability yep. to run and buy time. Yep. Um, and this is a team where 
we see Alexi Ferrand, for example, getting really involved. Dorian Bonin is an excellent receiver as well. So uh, the entire team is getting involved. That's what we want to see in Colette for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, th- the next team was Fast and Furious, defense conceding too many points. They're asking too much of Weir. Um, what are your thoughts? Yeah, uh, I mean, Weir is, you know, playing, I think, his first time in Coed 1. Uh, he may have, uh, I believe he's played in Coed 2 with Yin and Yang in the past. Um, look, he, he's definitely capable of, you know, playing Division C, Division B even, potentially. Um, so I think he's well-suited for Coed 1. But he's, they're asking now to score on, almost on every single drive uh, by the number of points they are letting up. I, I think it's somewhere in the averaging of, of 30 points against. Yeah. So, yeah, I think Alexi's right that they're asking maybe a, ta- a hair, one touchdown too much from, uh, from Weir on, a, on an average uh, game. Um, Alexi makes the case that Fitzquad should not have moved up to Coed 1. Uh, they no longer have Goulet a quarterback. Instead, yeah. they have Seth Galina was very good at calling schemes against zone. Yeah. But teams know that S- Seth can struggle against men. Yeah. Um, as a lot of us who don't have the strongest arm yeah. all struggle with, but the answer does have the fastest athletes on the field. Yeah. Fit squad, not really that profile Speed, yeah. per se. Uh, they're really good at route running. They're really good at, uh, you know, finding holes in the zone. It's just that when teams know what Seth Galina likes to run, they run a lot of shadow defense. And uh, yep. that's been uh, difficult struggles. for him. So, what's your ranking? Now that we've done the analysis, what's your ranking? Uh, I think he nailed it on the head. I mean, other than, like, having to put one and two, I, I would put it 1A, 1B with Justice League, easy fun. And maybe even 1C with Kiss My Outlaws, honestly. But like, I'd but go Kiss My Outlaws a seed higher, easy fun a seed lower, just because, again... Uh, Jeremy White's not getting the ball to his female receivers. Um, and he's thrown that one interception. Stephen Harpersad hasn't thrown an interception. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, this is your points. Again, I think the record is what it is because they don't have they didn't have Stephen yeah. Harpersad last game. Yeah, the two and, and they've two played two. only four games. Yeah, it's the two-and-two two record, that, that's not what I'm worried about. Um, and then, but th- th- it does seem to be like, a division of two sort of tiers, right? Like yeah. the top three teams and yeah, then and bot- yeah. LPP again, the turnovers are just a little too much. Fast not furious. I'd even go I'd probably go fast not furious a little bit above LPP just because again of the turnovers. Um and yeah, I, I look Mike Weir's still learning as a quarterback. Justin. Oh sorry, Justin Le- yeah. uh, Justin Weir. <laughs> Justin Lerner. You're tired. I'm tired, man. That's why I got you a coffee. T- thank you. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. I appreciate it. I'm gonna be wired if I had two during both shows tonight, so um, but yeah, so and I think Fit Squad is uh, no offense to them and and, no. and kudos to them for making the jump. Yeah. It's courageous. Yeah. It it's you know they I I don't want to say they they downgraded because Seth Galina is just a different quarterback yes. from Goulet. Yeah. But yeah. I think Goulet would would struggle would, would succeed more against man against shadow defenses. Yeah. Whereas Seth Galina really is is his own breaker. He's a smart play caller. Yeah. Dude works for Pro Football Focus. He understands the game, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. he knows what he's doing. Um, he'd and he's be been f- a great coach before. F- the Fit Squad would be really fun ha- to have them in Coed too. They'd be great in Coed. They, they, they'd like be amongst the best teams. In yeah, the exactly. It'd be really fun. They, to have they're kind of so, in think. between, though. They're, they're kind of why yeah. we need to have three divisions in Coed. Yeah, we're, we're at that point where there's a yeah, middle tier coming. teams. Yeah, yeah, right. In the like winter, especially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds about right. 
So you actually mentioned uh, Lorian Bonnet and yeah. Alexi Farah. Um, Peace. If you were starting your own co-ed team, what male-female duo uh, are you uh, looking uh, to pick up uh, as two wide receivers? So one male, one female. Would it be Lorian Bonnet and uh, Alexi Ferran? They've combined for 375 yards, 12 touchdowns. Or are you taking from Easy Fun, uh, Veronique Baudouin and JC Fatlin? They've combined for 354 yards. So a few, about 25 yards less but, and, and uh, three TDs less, nine. Can I go off the board? Sure. Um, for my skill set. Yes. Because you're asking me who I would put on. Yeah, I am asking you. Yeah. I'm, I won't go with any of the Kiss My Outlaws uh, females because I, they're former teammates, right? So it's biased. Sure. So yeah. as much as I am heavily biased and yeah. always go for people I like, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go in another direction. Um, there's two I think I'm going to slightly hedge towards Laurence Pompriand. Okay. Yeah, because uh, just good. because she's excellent, first of all. Yeah, but also she's her her receiver. her route running yes. and yeah. the way similarly to why Seth Galina likes to use yeah. her. Yeah. Um, and from Hugo Letten, okay. because that speed, uh, he would be the Julian Otero on my offense yeah. in co-ed, basically. Yeah. Uh, just really game-breaking speed. Can take a, a drag, can take a hook, and go upfield. And I like that kind of receiver. Can take a drag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Also that. <laughs> yeah. um, <Isn't> funny. <laughs> what about you? Um, no, I I'm gonna limit myself to the options there. I like the Veronique Baudouin and JC Ferlan combination. It's a nice one-two punch uh, to have. Um, you know, I, I I can see easily comebacks uh, from Veronique and JC running the corner. I I, I can just specifically see a couple of plays run well between these two, uh, the That's combination fair. of these two. I yeah. mean, look, there's no bad options. No, 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 no for All sure. three of the options we went, we went with are, are great options yeah. there. Um, co-ed two. Um, so do we agree or disagree with the power rankings? I agreed. Okay. Yeah. So let's start you with uh, the, the breakdown. Kiss my end zone. Uh, oh, and co-ed two, the, the, the power ranking. Uh, yeah. Yes, I also agree with Did it. Did I yes. say co-ed one? No, I thought you were just recapping code one again. I'm like, I, I, I said yes already. I'm like, why are you asking me again? Because sometimes in the huddle, I, I'll say in at the back of the end zone, I mean out. And oh, yes, yes. <laughs> it yes. breaks my whole concept. And then the receiver's like, but you told me. In. So I'm like, oh, yeah. not bad. <laughs> um, so obviously, the injury to Alex Noel kind of changes the. He's not an easy player to replace from his specific skill set. Yeah. Especially um, on defense. Yeah. No, for sure. Um, He's also an underrated quarterback for sure. Yep. But definitely defensively, he, I played on a defense with him where I played defense, and he made me look good just by being on his side. Like, that's that's the level of talent we're talking about. Yeah, um, he, he brings up uh, references to the season he you threw to him quite often, actually, on really the sidelines. Yep. Because yep. right, cool. we have a similar playbook. Yes. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can imagine... Uh, but yeah, so you've taken over from from Alexi Noel. Yeah, and Alexi Noel, <laughs> Alex, <laughs> my guy. <laughs> I'm oh, also, I'm, oh, I'm gonna do it. I'm all, also playing with night. Alex Blay in softball and Alexi Zubwa in, so, in, in in hot in, sauce in sports. Hot sauce sports, <laughs> and I constantly refer to them yeah. by each other's name. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you haven't thrown an interception and seventy percent completion per, uh, percentage. Yeah, Tuzi got a lot of zone. Yeah, you're a great quarterback against zone. You're a decisive decision maker. Uh, and the look, we talked about a lot of the players before, uh, but Loy Willett, uh, yeah. 
being full-time on this team, just full-time, we talked about his, him as well. James Drysdale obviously is good in any division he plays in. Yeah. Um, and again, you're using Abigail Cockerton the way I did when she was on the team, just consistent yeah. well, chain mover. So she sub last game, so she's a sub. Okay, she played uh, two well games, a so couple a couple games. The two games I saw you play, yes. she was yes, there, uh, so. yeah, yeah. Um, but three TDs this past Monday, like she got her hat trick of of touchdowns. Uh, yeah, yeah it, she's she's a great red zone target and really hard for when they're playing shadow defense. Sure, go ahead, put your put one of your best women on her. She can box them out and yeah. the. She she knows th- exactly how to run the routes. Steve and I run s- some similar patterns patterns for her. It's the same family tree. So <laughs> she knows she yeah. knows exactly how to run it at the right depth, at the right weight to box out her defender. She's she's great. Um, Brianna Keeley, what can you tell me about her? So I've only played a couple of games with her. Uh, she's new to the game, but my God, does she know how to quickly adjust? I uh, asked her to run a comeback. She ran it better than a lot of guys run it. Uh, completely boxed out her girl. I threw it, you know, right to kind of kind of a low ball, but great hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she's a natural athlete. If you want the, the and pro- using that body position to go down and get it, it it's not it's intuitive for wide receivers. And there goes your voice. Once a week, I lose my voice. There it is. Um, so yeah, so that and then uh, she's just she's a gifted athlete. So on one uh, on one play, I sent her on a corner uh, near the near the red zone or in in the end zone, and uh, and she kind of tripped on the play. I she was still open, so I kind of lobbed it in easy for her, and she made the catch on the ground like outstretched yeah. uh, behind her, like <laughs> down. She's that, really good. That was nice. So yeah, yeah. So she's a great asset to uh, to the team for sure. Um, three hunters. Yeah, they they're the most confusing team in FPL. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. when their best roster is there, they're the best athletes on the field. Yeah, um, they were good, and that was that night that we played them, and you saw ha- half of that game. Yeah, that was a good roster. They they were they were good. Yeah, um, I'm a big fan of Reka. Uh, yeah. Nicholas Pierre Massey. By the way, Reka, I'm sorry, uh, but I, I'm I'm oh. not going to butcher your last name. I'll yeah, please, right. if you want, hit me up. Let me know how to pronounce it and. I'll learn it forever. Same. But for the meantime, it's just Rekka. There's one Rekka and... She's a wrecking ball. Yeah. Yeah. But she's excellent. (laughs) Yeah, making fun of your dad joke. Did she come in that (laughs) way or... She came in like a... Yeah. Banger of a song, by the way. Yeah. There's no way you can hear that song and not like it. You're just wrong. Opinions can be wrong and that's one of them. Um, But yeah, like like having her and and Nicolas Piermasse is a lot of speed. Yeah, yeah. All all at once, right? So... Um, yeah, it's hard to defend against. You know, and, and defensively, I was really impressed with what they can do with, with their size and speed and length and all that. And uh, Yeah, I forget who their rusher is. He's not experienced, but man, he's fast. So uh, he, I, I think he has eight sacks nine. on the, uh, yeah, nine sacks on the season. I saw that. And I'm like, yeah, that, that makes sense because he's good. He's athletic. Uh, caught him on, you know, double huts uh, off guard there. But, but otherwise, yeah, right. but otherwise he's, uh, he's a great rusher. Yeah. Um, the next team that uh, Alexi went with was Les Princes. Yeah. Um, they've moved Mick to quarterback. Yeah, Mick, Mick Arsenal. Arsenal. Yeah. Um, I like I like Mick Arsenal as quarterback a lot. I saw him play last season. And I was like, that's not a Division Six quarterback, <laughs> right? So. Yeah, he he likes to chuck it up a lot though. So once you. That's the learning curve. Like that's just not FPF. Yes. The skill set is amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because he throws he. he he can overthrow his receivers on a 10 out and on a 10 hook on the sideline. It's the feel, because 
It's a field that mentions a flag. It's a small yes, field. Yes, yeah, I yeah, don't know yeah, if he yeah. plays outdoor flag tackle, or, or tackle. tackle. With Karabang. Uh, okay. But yeah. receiver. Okay. Well, or, or either way, like he's used yes. to bigger field dimensions. Yes. Yeah. I'm sure when he just throws the ball around to friends, um, it's it's on bigger field as well. Yeah. Um, it's also a tackle thing, by the way, too, especially when you're in shadow coverage. Yes. I recommend a lot of times when, when teams play against tackle quarterbacks to sort of play a trail uh, technique yeah. in shadow coverage because they tend to overthrow it because it's a hard throw to make, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but they're used to the bigger dimensions where they can just lead the receiver and let the receiver go get it. You can't always do that in flag. Um, that said, you can also run from the pocket yeah. because he's an exceptional athlete. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, of course, having uh, Emil Bartolomé on the team. Uh, well, he's so he was a sub or maybe yeah, now games. or or maybe yeah so he played two on monday night so he played back to back because he, he was there so um they were and emma bartholomew is on the team as well so maybe that's the the link yes sorry so emil but uh they i'm uh, saying emil and emma are on the team. yes yes so yes, maybe yes. i don't know if he was meant to be on the team or she brought him right for for, for a set of games sport, yeah. so alexi's worried was that at, at the time again of writing the article that they were unidimensional yeah. with um uh, Melsbach and Bartholomew. Yeah, uh, Demi- or Dimitri. Dimitri Mel- yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's he was he's a great receiver. And he played with Arsenal in in uh, the in uh, Tropic Thunder with Tropic, Tropic Thunder, Thunder exactly. in Division E. That that makes sense. So there's the connection there. Um, so being a lot of deep balls uh, and without having seen Emil uh, Barthelemy, uh yeah, the, the the issue was that they could be unidimensional, one dimensional, and that defenses could easily just pick pick that up at one point and shut it down. And again, not using the female athletes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Emil, my God, what a night he had on Monday night. He had over 200 yards uh, combined uh, in the two games, eight touchdowns. He now, he now leads, uh, just from those two games alone, now leads co-ed two uh, with eight touchdowns on, on the season, including one against, uh, against us was a one-handed windmill over a DB that had great coverage, mm-hmm. uh, nonsense of a touchdown. It was just something you'd see on, uh, on You Got Moss by uh, featuring Randy Moss. It was, I was on the sideline, like right, it was right in front of me behind the end zone, and I'm like, holy crap, that was, uh, that was an amazing, amazing touchdown grab. So now they're not unidimensional. Now they have two uh, deep threats. Uh, but yes, uh, getting the uh, women more involved is going to be key for Mick. Sneaky snakes have been getting uh, some of the women more involved in, in that. As we see Alexandra Van den Bosch and Marilu Cote Noel being heavily involved yeah. uh, on the team. Yeah, they're great. I've talked about my uh, affinity for Marilu Cote Noel from the first time she rushed me, and I was like, that's one of the best rushes I've ever faced. Yeah. Um, and, and to see her getting more involved on offense, and yeah. and, and her and Alexandra and, and David Gomo, I think, are a yeah. nice trio of receivers. Yeah. Um, and a team generally that's spreading the ball around, um, and D- David Brisson is, is doing a good job of that. Turn the ball over, uh, turn the ball over a little too much. Yeah. But I do like the concept, and I just I think second half of the season they're gonna they're gonna run into form. Definitely. Um, gorillas have a quarterback roulette going. Oh, sorry, blue wave. Sorry. Yeah, blue uh, wave. Yeah. Blue wave. Average. Seen play twice. I don't yeah. know. I don't have a good feel for them. Like, what can you tell me about them? Yeah, so I actually haven't seen them uh, okay. I play either. Um, but what Alexi... I did see them play. You did? Yeah, I saw them play twice. You did? Yeah. Yes. But you said either. 
He said, I, I haven't seen play either. Oh, sorry. Which sorry, implies sorry, that I haven't sorry, seen play. Yes, yes, yes. After immediately when I said. Yes, sorry. You're right. You're, yes. You can, now you're taking your shots where you can with me. That, that's fair. Um, it was too nice. Yeah. Get a balance. So, so Alexi was saying just that they're average, that they don't excel necessarily in any one area. Uh, they're good, but not great. And that they're probably one star player away from actually being very, very competitive and being maybe in the top three of, uh, of co-ed two. Um, for Blue Wave, Karen Larger, so much th- we've talked about her. She's yeah, last week. The skill yeah. set's really there. And yeah. just it's finding it, getting it to work, getting it to work in all cylinders. Yeah. I think she has the capacity to be the best quarterback in Coed too. Yeah. No offense. Yeah. Um, no yeah, offense they should go with and zero interceptions, but it, yeah, they should go with her. They should go with with her moving forward because I, uh, I think that's the plan. Yeah. That, that, yeah. The, that appears to be the plan as she's thrown the last couple of games, um, and. Oh no, she just threw this game. I no, just the one, just the one. She's oh, played. She's, she's played. She hasn't played since. Yes, they ha- they yes. haven't played since. They haven't played since. Yes, I, I, since last month in June. Yeah. <laughs> I hate the schedule. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, look, she was great in that game, and to me, she's got the goods. Yeah. Does that make me sound like a douche? No. <laughs> All right. She's no, got we're the talking goods. football. Yeah. Um, yeah. Gorillas. Yeah, gorillas are up next. W- sorry, then there's gorillas. QBs. There's there's a three different starters. I always say that you need to pick somebody and just give them as many reps as possible because yeah, it's yeah. not going to help. Uh, but Gorillas just haven't seen any success, really. Yeah, um, and they lack, like Alexi wrote, they lack the athleticism. I could kind of pick on a few players on, on the team, on, on the defensive side, so I'm sure uh, Le Princess, Sneaky Snakes, Blue Wave are, are going to be doing much of the same. Well, I mean, you know, they, they, they've had a lot of subs, and a lot of them yeah. are very good. Yes. Emily Carrier and Geraldine Kibiolabante. Yeah. Great subs, but yeah. they've only played a game each. And uh, and then with the three different quarterbacks, you're not now you're not just getting not enough reps. You're getting reps with different receivers running, uh, running their routes a little differently at different depths, and not yeah, that doesn't help. I like Jeff Brown. Yeah, at this okay. point in his FPF career, he shouldn't be your leading receiver. Um, he's got 22 catches. Mm-hmm. He's the only player with double-digit catches so far so yeah five games. yeah that's yeah it's tough he's excellent he's he's he's, a v- he's the top tier complimentary piece and he's being used uh he's being asked to do too much on this team uh finally uh iced out tough quarterback play from runner interceptions and touchdowns the brightest spot of course has been thomas Curtin with uh 281 yards and five touchdowns uh but they've they've only got a single interception as well on defense yeah, nothing's working him. at all for Iced yeah yeah what are your thoughts yeah, uh, like Alexi said, they have the ha- they have the nicest jerseys uh, in Coed too. If we could see the jerseys, <coughs> um, yeah, they. Uh, I played against them once. Uh, look, they uh, for you know for as much as they were struggling, uh, they put up twenty points on us. So yeah. uh, they they do have some offensive flash and ability. Uh, they just need to be more consistent on it. Melissa Haber and Maud Bernier uh, adding to what Thomas Curtin has done. Uh, Thomas Curtin, by the way. Yeah, very good. 25 stats. and a half yards per reception. Yeah. Um, but I, I feel like a lot of that, too, is just Emmanuel Brule, uh, Jeff Suarez. Neither of them are quarterbacks. They're new to playing the position of PF. They're just airing the ball out. Yeah. Hit us up. Quarterback school. It's yeah. working. Look at Iggy. <laughs> right? Like, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's, we'll, we'll help you get there. Just let us know. Yeah. Let us know. We're, we're super happy to help you guys. Yeah. Um, so what did Alexi get wrong? Uh, no, it's, 
I'm, uh, I mean, you can flip Kiss My End Zone in three hunters, maybe. I, but I would, I would, I would move Sneaky Snakes, snakes up over no. the princess just because of the, the, the overall targetry. Like it's too, it's too easy to take away what they want to do. But they played twice, and Princess just won and won two or three weeks ago. I you just think, think it's a bad matchup for I a Sneaky Snakes specifically, but I think Sneaky Snakes is a better overall team. Yeah. Oh, yes. I, I know what you mean, uh, and you know what? The, the, so the first time they played, those two teams matched up. Uh, they lost by 19, Sneaky Snakes did. On Monday, they lost by three. Third time would be a playoff matchup. Win by six. There you go. It's you heard it here first. Yeah. Um, also, uh, if Karian Auger is the quarterback for Blue Wave, they're going to bounce up that, yes. that ranking yeah, pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm very impressed. That's actually the one thing I'm most looking forward to the rest of the season in Coed too. Eagle, did we take too much time on Coed? Yes. Uh, I mean, you. it's fine. <laughs> Thanks for the input. Useless. You have a clock right we there. I know, but I'm asking you for your opinion. It was a little bit long, but I mean, sometimes you Warranted. go long, sometimes you go short. Yeah. It was fine. That's true. Coed's not usually one we spend much time on, so well I. That's kind of why I wanted to yeah. uh, take a moment. Like you and I both played Coed. Yeah. Um, you know, Mo is still learning the division. Um, he hasn't had a ton of it to, to scorekeep either, so he he relies on us for that. So, yeah. uh, with you here, I figured it'd be a good opportunity. Um, division E. Which QB wide receiver duo are you taking uh, Div E to lead their teams to a deeper playoff run? And the examples we have are Matthew and A.G. Zapatelli of Big Fat Bats. This is, this is like a very East End-centric question. So it's, it's Matthew and A.G. Zapatelli of Big Fat Bats. Yeah. Or Adam Antel and Matthew Nice of Minkia FT. <laughs> I know it my people. It just <laughs> so happened to be that they're yeah. uh, it's just they they're one of the top uh, QB wide receiver duos in in Division E. So um, look, I would probably in a vacuum, uh, kind of like if I'm s starting my franchise or like wanting to go on a deep playoff run, I take just the experience that Matthew and AJ uh, Zapatelli have. Uh, they have a few more seasons, about one or two mm -hmm. more than uh, Antel and Nice do from uh, Minky FT slash Demons. Um, both, uh, no, and I like I like the speed of uh, both uh, Matthew and, and AJ. So their experience, their speed, their explosiveness. Uh, I, I love having both as receivers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, nice. exactly. Like. Adam doesn't run as much, uh, and and both both are not you know pocket passer or natural pocket passing quarterbacks. Uh, but yeah, give me uh, give me Matthew and AJ. Can I throw in a third option here? Yeah. yeah Can we throw in Midrick Lausanne and uh, Jared Buck from Praetorian Guard? The lack of interceptions and the equivalent production of Jared Buck is what's interesting to me. Yeah, so uh, um, I saw that one too. He's, um, I played with Midrick Sub for my team yeah, I remember. Uh, I last I, season. I score kept that game. And I was really impressed by his knowledge of the game. Yep. He comes, I believe, from MFL. If not, no, Talban, that's it, yeah. sorry. Uh, so Talban's not the same ca caliber of league as FPF for sure. But yeah. you know what? Division E is a, a, a division where you can do well with knowledge. Yeah. And we're seeing that with Midrick. So... Um, an another two guys that would take as receivers, by the way, is Medrick and, and Chad Buck. Yeah. Very yeah. Actually, 
a receiving squad of the two Zapatellis, Buck and Lozon is a very complete receiving squad. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all-star team, Division E. But I love I love what Lozon's doing at quarterback. Yeah. Uh, he's more my style of quarterback in that in, in, in the way that he th- he he reads the field and the yep. way that he throws from the pocket. Um, better athleticism than he would appear to have when you just yeah. see him. Yeah. Um, candidate number four, uh, oh. Jason Rays and Zavibro of yeah. the Picarot. Yeah. That's yeah. another one, which yeah, is, is solid. Yeah. Who made this list? Is it Mo? Me. No. <laughs> but I intentionally <laughs> left it to two. Um, oh yeah, no, no, no. There's a lot. There were. There's a lot that you you can even take yeah. me and Sam, Sam er, er, Ertz. Um, yeah, but you weren't gonna post him on that. Sam Ertz is ridiculous. Hand. You yeah. You 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 were there for that. I one-handed. was there for a game where he had two one-handed monster <laughs> catches. <laughs> Yeah, uh, he's he's pretty good. Um, Adam Antel, though, th- my yeah. issue with him yes. is uh, there are games where he's excellent. Yeah, and there's games where he's just average, average, not yeah. even bad, never bad. No, ne- never just bad. Average. average, yeah. Um, he seems to me like a guy who's ready to make a step. Mm-hmm. Like he's yeah right on the verge. Yes, where I think AJ Zapatelli has already crossed that threshold a little bit. That's the one to two seasons I'm referring yeah. to. And yeah. that's, that's the difference. So yeah. of the two that you specified, yeah. uh, weirdly, and leaving out everyone else in the division. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> I I think I'll, I'd go with the two Zapatellis. Yeah. Um, a, love the jerseys. B, yeah. love the skill set. Um, love the way they play. And I think of Zeppelis all the time. That too. Yeah. yeah. That too. Yeah. Good times here with beer and Zeppelin. Yeah, in the March, the uh, St. Patrick's Day. By the way, I have your uh, your wooden six pack at home. Oh yeah, I need that back. I yeah. forgot to bring you beers also. Damn it! Because I did look for the six pack, which I couldn't find. Because I have like a ki- like a carry six pack. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I was like gonna bring you a couple of beers. Yes, like it's a wooden Gatorade, case, like the Gatorade case, the six. Yes. But a wooden one. Yeah. Yeah. With a bottle cap opener attached to the side, actually. Ooh, nice, yeah. nice touch. Which is useless for the gross bottles, but yeah, but to open <laughs> other beers, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just generally useful. Um, Q, QB roulette. I'm disappointed. They disobeyed the wheel. Yeah, they disobeyed the wheel, and uh, guess what happened? The QB giveth, and the QB taketh away. The wheel, taketh the wheel. Away. Yeah, not the QB. Come on, the wheel. Come on. The man. QB giveth nothing because they disobeyed the wheel. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, they uh they lost to the. Uh, we were just talking about the Praetorian Guard uh, yesterday. However, it was... <laughs> no, I'm just I making sure it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, However, uh, it was closer than the score would suggest. It was a 30... 30- Jesus Christ. What is Christ. Y- they don't hear that. It's fine. That was brutal, but we though. hear it. It's yeah, terrible. Yeah, but I don't care about you. Thank God that was only my right ear. Um, so the score, uh, the final score was 31 to 6. Um, but they <laughs> they come up to me, they being uh, Zach and Kenny. Uh, they're like, yeah, forget about the offense. It was a 13-6 to six, uh, halftime game, and we picked off Medric uh, twice in the game yeah. uh, when he had zero interceptions going in. Uh, so they're like, we actually, you know, were competitive in the first half, uh, but then the game kind of got away from uh, from QB roulette. They threw uh, one too many pick sixes. Uh, Zachary Albert's kill is a good rusher for the kind of quarterback Medic Lozon is. Yeah. So rushing his throws, making him throw off platform. Um, much taller. Much taller. And takes, the, takes away a lot of uh, a yeah. lot of the windows. Yeah. Um, and Medic Lozon, while he he's similar to like really good pocket quarterbacks in terms of play calling and, and that the the style of play, he's not as quick a reader as he's going to be. He's still okay. developing that skill so the ball is in his hand a bit too long. And right. that's where Zachary Albert's skill can can affect a quarterback. You're you're. I think what you're trying to say is, if the first not if the ver- first read is is shot, 
which QB Roulette have the guys with experience yeah. on defense to do that. You're saying he's taking a little too long to come off that first read, yeah. take a look at his second, reset his feet if he has to for his third read. It's that that what you, is what exactly. you're referring he's, to. He's yes. not as prepared to go to his second, third, fourth read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As, in, in some but ways. He's, it's also yeah. Division E, so it's understandable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's yeah. the part of his game he needs to develop right. uh, is that quick release. Uh, and that's the way you demoralize Zachary Albert's skills. If the ball's out of your hands in two seconds, he gets very frustrated. Yes. Because yeah. he feels like he's doing nothing. Yes, yes, right? yeah, Because yeah, he's, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. he's not like a, a pure speed rusher. He's just a really good positional rusher. Right, right. So, so do you think then, you know, them only being up 13-6 to six at halftime, did the guard show a chink in their armor? Uh, are they perhaps, you know, you said before, there's no proclaimed or easily claimed false king. Are they maybe the false kings? They're 6-0. and oh, But if you look at their schedule, <clears throat> Eagle, uh, they, uh, they actually haven't faced that much of a tougher competition. Oh, here, the, slap, it. the slap on the table here. False kings, Praetorian <laughs> guard. I mean, look, they've only it played. Doesn't mean, by the way, it doesn't mean that they're not talented because they are. Yes. It just means they haven't played a hard schedule. Right. Um, the, the, <laughs> the only tough. They took a loss to Silfest. They, they, they would have taken a loss to Silfest, but Silfest decided to cheat for no reason. Yeah. Um, they, they beat Big Fat Pats, who were the next best co- competition by a single point. Yes, exactly. You know, Les Petits Carottes at the time hadn't yet found their legs. Yeah. Uh, Wind Diesel have been. Lose Diesel um, and Kevin uh, Durohan have struggled. So has yeah, QB Roulette. Yeah. Vic in the box. They have two games against Vic in the box. That's that's a good challenge. Yeah, yeah exactly. So I'm waiting. So if they go zero and two, we can we can call it. Yep. False kings of the season. There you go. You made me so happy tonight. You're welcome. I take back all the mean things. I won't even call you a diva QB like Mo wanted me to. Oh, a because diva. I, I yeah, got mad at your receivers in coed. Oh like yeah. Yes. Like a jerk. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. He did call me that yesterday, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I know about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I'm going to agree with you. False Kings. So far. Yeah? If they beat Vicken Box twice, though, it's done. Yeah. If, 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 but if they lose. Even yeah. one and one I think it's done. I think it's they're, they're a good team. But yeah. if they lose both games, False Kings. Yeah. False yeah. Kings, and it doesn't even matter what they do the rest of the rest Well, because the, the rest of the season is Mountain Goats and Sizzle. Yeah. So it's like, eh. It should be Sizzleless because there's no Sizzle. Yeah. Um, I got one win. Which conference do you think is the stronger part of Division E? Yeah. So it's actually, you know, you look at the division and you quickly think it's Conference B. But then you take a look at Conference A and it's actually harder to tell than what you think. Or, or you just look at one and you're like, yep, yeah, it's Conference A. But then you look at Conference B and you're like, well, wait, the Guinea Boxes has only played three games. Magnetos have only played three games and both teams are 3-0. and It's actually hard to tell. So so there's, there's really good teams in A, but there's also teams that suffer from bad. pretty glaring flaws. Yeah. I think Sulefest, they came at the season. I don't really understand what they want to do because... They had to know that um, <laughs> Francis De Rocher can't throw in this division because yeah. he's way too good for this division. Well, I th- then that's why I thought the first two or three games they had his brother, Vincent well, De Rocher. Maybe. But they might look similar to each other. There's a rumor that... That they look similar to each other. Well, they don't look that similar. And what's funny is where they got caught was playing against uh, Praetorian Guard right. where... 
Medrick Lozon, Medrick Lozon has played, played with against with and against with and against <laughs> uh, Francis de Rocher yeah. and also like apparently during the Penetrators game it's, it, it, there was also a complaint made yes. but we c- it couldn't be verified right 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 um, now but they did beat um, yes they did beat TB Elite so they're beating teams they, sh- they should beat well th- the person that quarterbacked his name is Dave Kyle which I believe is Dave Kyle Daou Dave Daou there's two Oh, no, well, no, I checked. He's a he's he's exactly a sixty six yeah. in a sixty six cap division. Can so we can we put the right quarterback to th- be throwing there? Can we stop letting them try I know, to cheat? Like why are they're like I just I saw it that I'm like was it the scorekeeper or was it Joel? I didn't know like that he was already in. We the We can system. easily find out what they submitted. Dave Daou, just to let you know, uh, he did submit a rating uh, review request. He was off by I think one point, and so he Which was lowered fun. to fifth. Yeah, so and he also hasn't thrown in a little while. So, yeah. uh, Strangler's defense is uh, atrocious. Porous. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. even understand why. I don't. G- it's, yeah. It's, uh, we haven't played in a while, but I remember watching film of early James Harden trying to cover the pick and roll. And he would like he would be surprised when somebody would cut behind him to the basket. Like, this guy fell from the sky. Yeah. That's kind of what yeah. the this defense yeah. is. Yeah. Um, and Pillow Talker's athletic skill is in very oh, impressive. Crazy, but, but they don't know what to do. The ball can't get to those receivers. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. They'll learn. Um, I <sighs> so like, what's the harder path if if you had to go to like your road to the final? Is it a harder path to go through Conference A or a harder path to go through Conference B? I think it's Conference, conference B. B. Yeah. Conference B, the, the top end is just tougher. Exactly. Praetorian Guard. When Diesel's actually been better than I thought. <laughs> yeah, you the, the winning well, record. They're, they're, they're about 500. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess it comes down to when you see a team play, right? Because yeah. um, you were sure they had a losing record. Yeah, because didn't, didn't you? <laughs> um, also, they got, they got, a, they got a free a win against LeFess. Yeah. Um, I, I saw them against Praetorian Guard, and I saw them, and and, and I noticed they lost the Vicken Box. I actually wasn't able to see much of that game. Um, yeah, but those are two of the better yeah which teams in Division E. But I just in watching them sure, play, I sure, thought they sure, were sure. a team that were not as successful as they are. So my bad, Brian. Yeah, kind of talking I, too much trash. I believe them. no, no, but I I score kept one of their games, uh, one of their early games. They're they're green. They're very yeah. uh, very new to FPF. Not new to football, but mm, they just need more reps. Just playing a full season. I mean, one of their wins is a forfeit. Yeah, they they beat they beat Sizzle by a point. Yeah, they That's destroyed true. QB Roulette, who were a team who disobeyed the wheel. So, so they, they, they beat a team who had fate working against they them. They had they had it coming. Yeah. yeah, they deserved everything that happened to them. Yeah. They deserved every second. Of Are we checking to see what quarterback they're playing with this week? We will in a second. Okay. Yeah, um, in a second, in a second. Yeah. But yeah, I like the strength of Praetorian Guard, Big Fat Bats, Vic in the Box. Um, yeah. Even if Wind Diesel aren't quite as good as the record indicates, it's still not bad. It's still a tough uh, first yeah. round matchup. Whereas it's. All, it's you know what? Mickey FT, the Piscarat and Panthers, now that, Mickey, now that Piscarat <laughs> have found themselves. Yeah. They're good, man. They're and penetrators are a team I'm surprised didn't move up. Yeah, yeah. Th- I like, and that's why I asked the question, man. Conference A is well the balanced. There's yeah. not an answer. Yeah, well balanced. Yeah. Although Black Label, they 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 have 
the opposite issue of uh, pillow talkers. They but have they're the, similar. They have the quarterback yeah. to throw it, but they don't necessarily have all the, the best uh, athleticism at the receiver. Although they have a couple guys who, who are good. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to say. It's hard to call it. Yeah, Fizzy Juno has been has been solid. He's really good. Yeah. No, he he looks the part. He looks the part. Just again, he's getting the ball to receivers who just aren't making plays. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's tough. All right, wheeling. Are we wheeling and dealing here? Wheeling uh, and dealing. Yeah. It's QB uh, roulette time. Let's see who's starting for QB roulette. Are I we like doing that they they basically created a team that would give us a gimmick so they'd be talked about every week. Yeah. Genius. Yeah. Gen- it's like uh, it's like FKU going with the name FKU. Yeah. You know we have to talk about you. I- exactly. Yeah. All right, here we go, boys. Let's see who's for first half, second half, right? Yeah, yeah, but exactly. So d- okay, yes, because they so had a guy. Shouldn't yes. we add the new quarterback? Because they added a player to throw this like last week, right? So it's uh, Vic in a box. Kenny Butelier is throwing, playing uh, Vic in a box. Uh, Sunday, July tenth, uh, at six o'clock, Laval. And for the second half, we have. So who will compliment Kenny? Zachary Alberts Gill. Hopefully he doesn't throw uh two pick sixes again. Yeah. Yeah. So the bet, uh, rule number one. Follow the 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 wheel. So there's there's actually one thing I forgot to mention. Oh no, I didn't get to the V yet. So we'll do that later. But Zachary Alberts Gill, best smile in the PF? It's up, it's up there. there. Yeah. I Rushmore remem- smiles. I remember one of the. I think he's updated it since, but uh, one of Alex Larush's pictures uh, at, uh, at one point was a great, great smile. smile. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. Well, let's get into Div. Uh, Div A and B. I mean, this one's pretty good, though. Yeah. <laughs> Although the other one was better, but this one's probably pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um. Div and Divay. Yeah, Divay. Um, All Stars are back on track with Mary returning, it seems. Um, surprise, surprise. Is Jean Nicolas Brinko the answer at Russia? Yeah, it seems so. Uh, they're now, uh, what, uh, what they've rattled off two, uh, two wins in a row here. Uh, one point victory over Mokombo Problems and a uh, five point win over the Apocalypse. Um, has he gotten a sack? Uh, is is he putting the pressure on uh, on division? I mean, sacks are hard to come by in Devay to begin they, with. They are. They so are. It's not. It's it's not an easy measurement for sure. No. Uh, oh. But he definitely has the speed. If ever you know, if ever a quarterback makes a move, he has the speed to to get back. If of course, if the ball isn't already released, uh, which usually it is. Um, look, it's it's better. It's probably their best option at rusher. Then they can't they can't go with John Mary no. at rusher. No, it's abso- a terrible idea. Yeah, yeah absolutely not. Uh, and you don't want to take Mike Piercin out of coverage. You're not taking the Pilon brothers out of coverage, although they've only played one game each uh, with the Braves. He weirdly season. got two games played in one game against All-Stars where uh, they, they lost 43-38. Who's uh, this? This is uh, Brinko. Okay. He's got two games played in a single game. So that's yes. lovely. Um, and he played against the Apocalypse where they won. Um, in those two games, he's got a sack. But he sacked... Uh, he sacked Jeff Rosenblatt, Jeff who Rosenblatt. went an entire season without getting a sack once. Right. He's not an easy quarterback to sack. He's yeah. just a really intelligent yeah. quarterback. We talked about the ability to get rid of the ball quickly. That's what Rosenblatt does yeah. at an elite level. Um, so where do you rank Braves now? Do you think they, the slide continues, or do you think they've righted the ship and now they're back to being top three in the division? Yeah, I th- yeah, I... I, I you 
I was even doubting, you know, them being at the bottom. <laughs> it sounded so weird, them being at the bottom of the division. Uh, I was skeptical of it. Like, you kind of expected they would come back, and here they are. They're back at 500. Can, can't you see them finishing 7-3? and three? No? No. Okay. Where's the loss come from? So... As it uh, comes up here. So, so they have uh, the Apocalypse, KGP, Party Crashers. KGP or Mokomo Problems or both will be Really? Losses. The KGP one, huh? KGP's getting better. I know. No, 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 no. Fair enough. But We'll talk about them in a second. Yeah. Um, they're getting better every week. Uh, Mokomo Problems, I think at that point, um, they're going to need it more. So they're going to have to win <laughs> because based on what Mo says, that's how you win games. Um, do you have any wedding updates from Moa? Do we yeah, have yeah, a I'm fake wedding? Dish, dish number. Yeah, the fake, fake wedding. wedding. It's it's uh, all, it's an entire heist just for this show. Uh, just to ruin my anniversary. I'm getting a little hungry, so I'm kind of curious to see if there's like a dinner plate out uh, yet. Oh, well, I said I, I, I can see at least one lost either KGP or Mokom with problems. Uh, I want, if I had to pick one, Mokom with more problems. Because more but I can weddings. see them like you asked me which where the loss can come. I can see them even losing losing two. Nah, just one. But I see. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say seven and three. They uh, right. they rattle off. Look, I'd love for them to prove me wrong. Uh, they put me wrong when I first saw them play in an overnight tournament and said that's at most a div three team. So <laughs> I was wrong. Yeah. I was wrong. Um, but yeah. So uh, which so what was I gonna say? Yes, that's. Yeah, they've ridden the ship. I think so. I, I, it's yeah. To a degree, I still think they're not. They're just outside the elite tier, and I think it might be a two-horse race between Mokomo Problems and, regardless of the the outcome of last game, uh, Mokomo Problems and um, All Stars. Um, well, because they're setting up for another All Stars championship. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Because the Pilon the most complete. Yeah, because what makes the Braves very complete are the Pilon brothers, right? And they've only played one game each. There's four games remaining, so they got to play either. Pilon brothers, Julian Pema, it's a lot. Yeah, lots to lose. Yeah, that's yeah. Um, Apocalypse have lost two. They lost two games this week. Yeah, but it was by combined seven points. On the surface, that's impressive, but also they were two score games where Jeff Rosenblatt led a late score to make it look prettier. Is this a good sign that hey, you know what they can they can score and keep up and keep up, or is it? Uh, sort of like a false flag. I'm, I, I'm leaning towards the false flag. Uh, you're probably better equipped to answer whether Jeff is there yet in the Division A, Division One rankings. You know, can he go head to head ten times out of ten with Kevin Wyeth? Probably not, right? Uh, is he matching up against uh, Dan Lazara, uh, uh, Joe Meyer? Like, he's still a step below, is he not? Yeah, he started the season um, throwing seven interceptions for three games. Yeah. And then he played two games against All-Stars. He bizarrely plays well against All-Stars <laughs> and Finest. Uh, he threw no interceptions against them. Um and then three interceptions against Braves. It's just, he's so good normally at protecting the ball. Um, he's he's becoming a Division A quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's on the verge. He's on the verge. Yeah. It's a jump. And kudos to him 
for taking the jump. I know he wasn't thrilled about it, and he's going to say, well, look, look how much I'm struggling. But there's been good signs, man. Like yeah. He's, he's uh, built a good squad, I think, that, that fits his uh, specific skill set. I really like James Tyrell. Uh, we talked about it last week. I think they're missing one speedster to really complete the offense. Um, but there's great route running. They also only had John Laristis, who's borderline Hall of Famer. Kind of ridiculous. He's not already a Hall of Famer in FBF. Um, Hot take of the night. Sorry? Hot take of the night. I don't think so. Like, there's there's not a lot of guys. No, no, that he's not. No, that he's not. Yeah. That he's not there. Like, th- I think he's got like 200 sacks and 200 touchdowns or something. Like, it's something yeah, stupid. Yeah, that's nasty. If you do a, a blind vote, you know, anyone who does a blind vote always selects him, mm-hmm. and anybody who sees the names often doesn't because right. of whatever reason. Right. Um, but yeah, I li- I like the team as constituted, but again, I do think they're missing that one piece. Um, is and is Sanders Armand not the speedster on the team? I don't think he he's there. Also, okay, like yes and no. Okay. Not like I guess yeah. Just Devay's got a lot of speed. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So it needs to be a notch above, yeah. like regular speed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like everyone's yeah. fast in different. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Um, Dustin Peerless on the roster not playing a game. Yeah. We I, I don't know if that was anticipated or not. Um, but yeah, that would have made a difference. W- would they have three wins with Dustin Pierre on uh, on the roster, like playing? You're asking if there if his wins above replacement is worth the win. Um, huh? Wins above replacements like a baseball stat. Oh yeah. Does nobody know the stat eagle? Because Terry didn't know that during hot sauce sports. Yeah, I don't think anybody really gets that. Wins above replacement. So it's a player's value yeah. based on the uh, equivalent, based on uh, the average player of that position. Right, so Mike okay. Trout is worth nine wins above replacement, which right, is right, high right. for field. Like uh, he's like better than average. By that amount, like, like right. so, if you it's were basically the actual telemetry behind Moneyball. Yeah, right. Yeah. It values your position or your player right. essentially given the algorithm right, and right, what right. you're likely to contribute, and so they d- allocate their budget to position players based on their contribution. Eh, right, right. Yeah, I, yeah, I think yeah. maybe um, if he's there for one of these last two games against Braves and Paco and Braves and All Stars, maybe. Maybe they, they can sneak away because, like, yeah. so I know, again, the games weren't as close as they right. seemed, but maybe they are During as close the as game, yeah. they, they seem. Maybe instead of a meaningless drive to pad stats, rules of let's drive in the field for a win. Right, exactly. So, and that yeah. changes the complexion of the game. For yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's so how I see so, it. So, yes. Because so defensively, it would help a lot. Yeah. So there was another picture, I think, that you wanted uh, yeah, so to Yeah. So I up. wanted uh, to ask a very serious question. A Dan Lazaro's profile pick. Do you think it's ridiculous or patently absurd? So I don't think he has a patent on on his uh, on his picture. So should he? <laughs> yes. Eagle, bring up the picture of Daniel Zara. Yeah, his yes. profile pic on on the FPF site. This one. Yeah. Yeah. There's no patent. The combination of the background, the the eye black for flag football, <laughs> um, all of it is excellent in the worst ways. So I'll have to go uh, ridiculous. I'm going patently absurd because if there's not a patent, there needs to be. So it's just absurd. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, look, I give Dan a lot of praise because his season's been ridiculous. Yeah, He's one yeah, of the yeah. best in the FPF. He's crazy. So I'm going to take my shot at him when I can. <laughs> Got yeah. you, tacos. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. As for his play, it's been awesome. Uh, but they had a tie against KGP. 
Yeah, I was surprised uh, by that. Uh, maybe you you're onto something with KGP. I mean, it's just that we keep underselling uh, always. <laughs> and all they do is win championships. It's just yeah. Uh, I guess just one more time. It I'm, doesn't I'm even sur- make sense at this point. Like, so they, I've watched them play too. Like they look good. They yeah, look good. I, I was there for the the game against Party Crashers, which they lost, but they went toe to toe. They they got smacked last time they played more common problems and then they come back and they tie it this time around, you know what I mean? So, so it had it because offensively it looks okay, but it doesn't look like like they were lighting. Uh, I mean twenty eight twenty eight is low for for both teams, right? So yeah. they were and and but no one threw a pick, so they're just stopping them on fourth down with uh, with good defense and and batting down balls. I mean there was only. Four passes batted down throughout the the entire game, and but also th- you can you can force misthrows like sure sure like, sure you know yeah based guy, off guys like like Dan Lazaro like Dan will throw a lot of picks. What he'll do is place the ball where only his receiver can get it, and sometimes, sometimes that's out of reach. It's yeah. out of reach. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, yeah, and yeah. Um, there's a lot of man defense being played in in debate. That said, yeah. KGP does mix up a lot because of their personnel, um, but. It's how it's not like when you look at man or shadow defense, like we we like to call it. It's how that's implemented. Do you call switches? Do you cut underneath? Uh, do you go over top? Do you uh, stick with your man? And so like that's a learning process for a team like KGP is how do you implement uh, man defense in a way that you can trick the opposing quarterback? Yeah. Um, because it, it takes it takes trickery <laughs> to to yeah. uh, to get someone like Dallas to, to turn the ball over, even if it is on downs. Um, so if you bring up the roster there, Eagle, uh, you, you notice that both teams actually had. Uh, oh, like actually oh, sorry, the the game roster. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. I didn't specify. Uh, so if you bring up the game roster, you'll actually see that both teams had a, a Division E, Division D player uh, playing. Uh, so uh, Agostino Giang. Giancovo. Giancovo. Uh, I forget the team name. It was the thing with the boats and this, the uh, Italian ship or whatever it was at the time. Diversity, as I really called yeah, it. Yes. And it's Kyle, an old, old ship. And and Kyle Oberfeld uh, on uh, KGP side. I'm surprised. Uh, Kyle Oberfeld's in that family of teams, though. Yeah. In he on KGP Rye. Yeah, yeah, but Division A. Yeah. Division A. Like, I'm, I, I, I'm not playing Division A anytime soon. Like... <laughs> and I don't, I'm not saying I'm necessarily better than these players, but like that's another level to play at. So yeah. I'm surprised they didn't get picked on uh, during during this game. I don't know like how they lined up. I know Kyle Oberfeld's rushed in the past, but I mean Julien Pema, I imagine, was rushing. Right. Um, so uh, Kyle Oberfeld was on defense. He's he's a really good athlete, though. So Orsa. The oh yes. yes, Orsa. Yeah. And they were like making T-shirts. It's not a boat. It's a bear. You mentioned boats back Probably. when I was listening I don't to know calling what I'm It's an Italian ship or something. Yeah, or a ship s- full of bears. Uh, it's yeah. a, it's a cruise ship for bears. Okay, it's my favorite kind of cruise ship. Um, yeah, it's uh, honestly Phil Cutler continues to impress me. Yeah. Um, and this is a really good team built for him. Um, the ways that they were moving the ball too were like. More common problems, you know, Dan Lazara, the thing he does best is continuously move the ball. Mm-hmm. As he, he knows exactly when to take his chances. He knows exactly when to check it down. He's not afraid of checking it down. When he goes into hero mode is when he tends to get into problems. It doesn't seem like he did that. Right. Um, 
it's surprising that he completed 26 passes and only four of them went for touchdowns. That shows really good discipline on side of KGB. Yeah. Yeah. That's the uh, only way I think you can explain that away. Yeah. And uh, like when you when he's checking it down, he's checking it down to Ben McMahon. So you know there's yards after the catch there too. Just <laughs> I was sitting with AJ <laughs> watching uh, a drive and yeah. he, and uh, it wasn't even like a smash out. It was just a, a one-step quick out to Ben McMahon where Lazaro caught the ball, threw it ahead to the cone, and yeah. Ben just ran under it and caught it. Yeah. And what AJ told me was like, he does that once a game. Like, it's just not coverable. Yeah, you it's can. not coverable. Yeah. Like, unless you know it's coming yeah. and you, you shoot the gap, but then Dan will throw it yeah. and he'll go over top. It's, yeah. Yeah. it's such a weapon for this offense to have Ben McMahon. Yeah, yeah I love With, the Whether addition. it's deep passes yeah. or just underneath stuff, yeah. it's, it's, it's so impactful at his rating. Yeah, it, it, it opens. Yeah, exactly. For, and for the rating is a great point. It's just, it, it just it's a touchdown. <laughs> like, it's either going to him or it's going over the top, like just beating a zone, like if they're playing uh, yeah. Lane's defense in the, in the red zone. Yeah. I got a message from Matt LaBash. Okay. Uh, he said that we're talking about Matty Awesome and we're completely uh, FOS. So and if you don't know that player's name, like I didn't, and you just, you're listening to us on a podcast, thanks for listening. Matty Awesome sounds like he's Crazy. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, he's like Matty Ice. Like, he's Matty Awesome. Or, you know, Matty Ice, the football player, or Matty Awesome, the stripper. Either way, great names. Yeah. Great names. Continue. Um, have we underreported BYUB success and how good they are on defense? Because offensively, they've been fine. They have yet to really, I, I think, click on a way that uh, I'd like to see from a team led by Matt Rene, who's one of my favorite passers in the division. Yeah. Um, the um, Matty Awesome has been recruited to play defense on this team. Um, so that's why it kind of drew the ire of Matt Lepage, who's not only a patron of Colin Audible, but a very good player in his own right. Um, and he was saying that having like him and Seb Simon has really been what's taken BYB to the next level this season. Um, they've only lost two games. They've won uh, their, their doubleheader um, on June 30th when they beat uh, Touch It, Catch It and pretty and convincingly new. and brand new pretty convincingly as well. Yeah, um, yeah they, and they've won four of, of their last five games uh, beating teams like Mangoes, Thor's Hammer. Oh, no, sorry. The Thor's Hammer was the loss. Um, touch It, Catch It twice in that span. Uh, so... Yeah, yeah, we probably are not talking about them enough. They're uh, currently sitting in the number two seed. Uh, I was just the next two games are going to be the the challenge games. I guess yeah. we can call it that. Well, Junkyard Dogs have been One up and, and down, <laughs> but definitely B Raves. And actually, yeah. even Ready Crime Family is getting better. We'll talk about them in a second for sure. But um, yeah, it's not an easy end of the schedule. But this is where they're going to have to sharpen their offense. I talked to Matt Lapage. I said, yeah, this is the time of this year where you guys need to find that chemistry. If there's guy, if a receiver's not fitting in, find a way to work him in. Yeah. Uh, call the plays that haven't worked that you need to work in the postseason. Uh, they're pretty much locked in for a playoff spot. Um, especially next game, Jack Dogs, I think they can, they can get by uh, before playing B-Rays. You want to be sharp for B-Rays. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And uh, 
I didn't realize uh, that they have uh, Ariel Labrati and uh, the Vincent Benjamins of the world. Uh, yeah, so only playing three games out of seven y- so far. Yeah, so, so far. So uh, maybe, uh, yeah, so maybe just subbing or, or maybe missing the double headers. Uh, it could have been that. So remember, you can email the league and ask uh, for them to get one of those two games played if, uh, yeah. if it's missing a, a double header in the same day. Is it the same day or the same week, Eagle? Yeah, I believe. Did we did we stipulate that? What if you have a Monday and a Thursday game? Same week. Same week, exactly. Same but week. but are we giving the game played for the same week or it's really the same day, like Monday at 8 o'clock and Monday at 10 I o'clock? believe it's the same week um, because of the fact that normally you don't have two games in a week. Right, and you could be off on vacation for the exactly. week. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so those are... I think the combination is if you have two games in the same week or if you have, like, I think it's like a Thursday-Sunday type of arrangement, I think it also works. Like, if right. you have, like, the the close games or something like that. Right, right, right. So, look, if they are, uh, we always bring up on, the, or you do, actually, Pease, uh, that bringing guys in in Division A and B, that, you know, you're kind of, you're not cheating the cap, but you're their, their, cha- uh, their cap. Well, what's, what's the right word for that? Exploit. Yeah, yeah, point. they're exploiting it's the cabin in like with with how low they are relative I, to I their skill set. I can't believe it. It feels like this is the first season where we've seen it on a large scale. Yes. I can't believe it took this long. Yeah. I, I I'm sure now that we can play four teams, it helps. Right. But guys, like, don't assume that someone can't play high division just because they haven't. Just yeah. tell yeah, across yeah. the league, we see you know CJEP and university players playing as low as Div E, Div Six, like. Go out, find players. Yeah. Like, like, stop complaining about caps. Go out and find players. There's, there's a ton of talent. And yeah, Ariel yeah. Labrati and, and Vincent Vesemay are two great examples of guys who can play in a higher division. And yeah. And they're doing it. And I think, and I, like we talked about him a, a bit on the show already, but like James Drysdale's f- come up through vultures. Like Alexi and I are talking, he's not going to be able to play soon in Division oh. E and D. He's going to single handedly bust the cap. Like, this guy's a. I th- I think like an 87, 88 rated offensive player. Like he's with yeah, that, that he with that catch right. he made, that was ridiculous. Like this this guy's gonna be one of the higher like easily he's gonna he's gonna be quickly become an eighty rated player. Yeah, yeah, and he's yeah he can play in division in a couple years. He's gonna I think he's gonna be playing division A, but like he's not more talented than he was. Right, right. He's always yes, yes. been this talented. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, yeah. It's yeah. just taken a while. For, I, I've said it for years, I've been trying yes. to recruit him, but yeah. you're playing the same division as Vultures. Exactly. So uh, <laughs> it's been impossible. But like, yeah. you know, uh, uh, Will Power just won division, receiver of the year in Division 2. Yeah, yeah. And this was a guy who was considered to be, oh, he's a low he's a low division receiver, low division yeah. receiver. Yeah. He just won receiver of the year. Yeah. Division yeah. 2. That was, that was cool. That was yeah. cool to see. But and yes, it's and cool. that, that's just but that's proof like he's not better than he was. He's the same person he's always been. Yeah. Um that's the thing I used to make fun of Mo about. It was like, well, but you know, he's not there yet. Why not? Yeah. Wait, he's only not there yet because he's not playing there yet. Yeah. You know, like um, So so yeah, so overall the, just to wrap up BYOB, yeah, I think we have not been talking about them enough. They've look they, yes, they've played more games than anyone, but they they've scored the most points, so two hundred and twenty or so. Uh f- Two receivers with over almost 300 yards. Uh, yeah, I, I, and and what I was mentioning before with uh, Ariel and uh, and uh, Vincent Benjamin, if they are, uh, if they do reach the five-game plateau for playoffs, those are great uh, lower-ended rated players to bring on your team. For sure. Um, a team that 
has difficulty integrating lower division talent, it seems. Um, brand new had Vince Nardone thrown in the absence of Robbie Robinson. Their attempted solution was to bring Voltron in to play quarterback. Um, I don't do know who Voltron is. I was going to say, <laughs> it was like a predecessor of Power Rangers, and they were like vehicles that would assemble to make a large robot from the 80s. Yeah, that sounds like Power Rangers. And yeah, it's yeah. well, it's what Power Rangers is based on, right, essentially. Okay. Um, so, Vince Nardone has struggled throwing in Division C before. Um, this is upper division. Um, they're better served, I think, having him as a receiver, um, given that he just hasn't committed to, to playing the position long term. It seems as though they're only comfortable getting players from higher divisions. There's so many deficiency quarterbacks that could help them this week. Chris Reeve could have helped them. <laughs> uh, like, like, yeah. You know, we, 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 we went through a list of deficiency quarterbacks. Why, why not take a chance on a lower division quarterback, have your full complement, well, not full complement because they're missing a few players, but have most of your receivers. Like Sean McGrath. Sean McGrath <laughs> is, is great. another example. Yeah. Um, Ben, I guess Ben McMahon's no Ben McMahon's not playing Div D. He's D. playing Div A. Yeah, no, he's he with uh, Thor Sammer. Yeah, I think he's with Thor Sammer with Jeff Rosenblatt. Felix Goulet. Yeah, Chris Rive, Ben McMahon if he's eligible, Sean McGrath, all yeah. gu- all guys that could have done it. Corey Wolowski has thrown yeah. Division Three before. Yeah, that's about the equivalent of Division B. Right. <sighs> yeah, I I don't know if they asked. But it seems like, it seems like, the top sauce or or whatever version of this team is. Whenever they're missing guys, they seem hesitant to get guys from a lower division, and I think that hurts them because we're seeing other teams doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're seeing it be successful. Yeah. Because the ratings mean nothing. <laughs> they mean they're, 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 they're not that they're, they're not that they're mean nothing per se but they don't account for everything so you're you're saying the fpf <laughs> algorithm and the entire <laughs> it's <laughs> a house of cards <laughs> it's, it's a house of cards it's crumbling it doesn't mean anything what uh, i mean what i mean by that is simply that <laughs> yes yes um, i know what you mean it, it doesn't account for this. what we're talking about where yeah. lower division talent can be as good as higher division talent who are just not as experienced who don't have or even as experienced but just haven't played higher division Right, and then give them these athletes uh, as receivers and watch them be real good. Yeah. Like, give Sean McGrath this set of receiver set. <laughs> He's going to put up good and numbers. Look, he might struggle, but so did Vince Nardone. So yeah. what are you losing? Yeah. You're losing the opportunity to see somebody who might be able to help you in the future. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's the equivalent of, like, literally pulling from, like, the NCAA to into the NFL, right, without the draft. It's just, okay, who's the best player available that fits our system? Go get them. That yeah. doesn't mean they're not going to be as good as the best player in the NFL. They might be the worst player, but it's the gamble you're willing to take based on their previous success, right? Like, look at Joe Burrow. I mean, he was old, he's older, but in the first season, killed it. And the second it's season, Super Bowl. about Fridge, you know? Yeah. Also, he playing threw receiver for two inches gang. <laughs> he threw for two inches gang. Okay. Yeah. One game. He must have subbed. But like he's he's the black label quarterback in Division E. Sorry, my mistake. He is passing for two inches game. He just wasn't at the game I saw. He threw one game. It's Sam Granger, the weekly leader. Yes, my mistake. Yes, it was a weekly leader. Yes, and he put up like two hundred and sixty yards. Yeah, two thirty. Like, and he's the Division E quarterback for uh, for black label. Like, 
when I said this guy like looks the party, I'm th- like, yeah, he, he could have been an, an, another option for Again, Brandon. I'm not sure if eligible. No, he's not because he's playing for Mangoes. Is, is Jeremy White would have been a good option too. But he only s- just subbed Jeremy so White. Get a release. <laughs> exactly. You know. Oh, uh, actually, Eagle, I was going to ask about releases real quick here. We're uh, winding down the show, but releases normally happen. You can no longer be released from a team after like week seven. After week seven, exactly. But yeah. is that week seven? What's week seven? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> week seven is still week seven. Week seven. Now, whether you play so 10 you games or not, it's very tricky, obviously. So yeah. in your last game, you can get a drop because yeah. you might be playing your last game in week Yeah, six. if your team's not playoff <laughs> eligible because you finished your season early and then you just say, screw it, release me. <laughs> Such a bad I mean, <laughs> uh-oh. <laughs> Things we didn't think about. Um, oh, no, we thought about them. We just... Some of us thought about them. Yep. Yeah, you did. Um, Moretti Crime Family, they were up... Okay, first of all, <gasps> someone needs to be fired from stats keeping. Cause what happened? Only Joey Taylor threw. Okay. Three quarterbacks threw according to the stats. Wait, how do you know Joey Taylor? Oh, from the play-by-play? Well, no, because talking to Joey Taylor. Oh, oh, from talking. Okay, yes. <laughs> he has no incentive to lie to me. <laughs> right. Um, considering that the interceptions weren't credited to him, <laughs> he... he uh, <laughs> Joel Malkin apparently <laughs> threw those interceptions. Joel Malkin didn't throw. Neither Justin Lerner. Okay. Uh, Joey Taylor threw all the passes in this game. Um, here's here's maybe why. Did maybe they throw? Do they run double quarterback options on extra points, maybe. extra point one or two, and maybe that got switched? Cause but it's Lerner. the second time this happens. Yes, on this field with this team. I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Come that, on, that, bro. Yeah. I've so. It's happened to me, and I catch it because I'm like, oh, crap. I've been giving the last six passes to this quarterback, so I, you, but you can go back and change it to the right quarterback. Yeah. Yes. But I've done it, too, because I changed it for it. What did you change it back? But I changed it back, yes. Um, so yes. they were up on B-Rips. Uh-huh, I see they, that. They were up. Um, Damn. But let me let me give the context. To, sorry, I'm just bringing up the the message exchange I have with Joey. Um, he says we beat them for 50 minutes. Um, in uh, the last five minutes, they they were up 10. They were up 10 with five minutes left. The two and possession game, back to back picks. Oh crap! Shit. <laughs> Bleep. So in two throws, this uh, game was over. That's yeah. And they could that's have been the upset of uh, yeah B Raves. And handed them their first loss. Instead, Beerus keep it rolling. Moretti crime family still struggling. But honestly, man, they're getting better. Yeah, yeah, Joey yeah. Joey yeah. Taylor's finding his footing. You. It's been a while since he's thrown um, at this level. Um, the cup, like as much as the team is built built to his strengths, it's not all guys who played with him before, like Joel Malkin, uh, like uh, Rocky Cristiano, and Justin Lerner. But now they're they're learning the system, finding their places, and. Uh, I gotta say, Moretti Crime Family might be a pl- team to look out for in playoffs. I I I've thought that since I saw them uh, at Stade de Montréal in like week two. There's something about how they all fit, right? With with Joey, right? Like 
Like the, all the pieces do fit. So the thing you didn't you you Again, didn't agree you with misquoted me. I said <laughs> there's a lot of players who haven't played with him, and it okay. takes a second to learn the spacing Fair. into a system. But they're the exact players yeah. I would want. Oh yeah. On like they're that rangy. Justin Lerner, Gab Wiseman, Rocco Cristiano. They're just those. Taylor made. Wow. I didn't mean that. That was amazing. No, that was so good. Um, <laughs> terrible dad joke. <laughs> um, yeah, they're, they're, they're really well built for the Joey Taylor offense. Uh, Zach Swern, another one, and he's played with them in, in, in the past. Um, yeah, that's a dangerous team. Like, one that was up 10 with five play, five uh, minutes remaining on B-Raves. Watch out. Watch out for uh, for this team. Greeting. Eagle, what time is it? It is time for... Are you not doing the last segment on this one for Div B? Because you had one more left. Cut it. No, we... All right, yeah. cool. Games Watch the of script, the week. Don't screw up like me. I mean, what's there to screw up? Oh. Audio. No, no, not just the audio. Oh, that was true. Do you remember that? That was bad last what week. What did you do? I was getting no, all confused. I was getting all confused with the Thursday games. But it's, <laughs> it's not that hard. Uh, I, it's really not that I hard. I was trying to play the music and I don't do it often. Yeah, and it's fine. I had it's these fine. guys slamming the, the laptops down. They're like, I'm done. Got me. It's uh, a long show. We get tired. Got me flustered. <clears throat> it's in there. I didn't play it. Oh. <laughs> He's flustered. Uh, let's go in the same order we did it before. Div C, a Blitzed Buds, and Air Force One. BB? Uh, Air Force One. Is All there right. no music? Yeah, you don't hear oh, it? I, I, no. I Vultures, Tough Lungs. Vultures. Vultures. And one step closer, Beer Belly Brigade. Beer. Beer. That finishes our week five games. And we go week six, Beer Belly Brigade, top season. Oh, that's good. Top season. Top season. Le Montagnard, one step closer. Montagnard. Yeah. They need the win. They'll get the win. Uh, two inches gang, easy W. Easy yes, it w. is. Yes, it is an easy W. Yes, it is. And Beer Belly Brigade, Ravens. Ravens. My God, Beer Belly has like four games <laughs> in like 10 days. Uh, Ravens. Yeah. Vultures, Hot Sauce Sports. Can't pick it. Hot Sauce Sports by 50. <laughs> Vultures by 50. All right. Then Hot Sauce Sports, Easy W. Can't pick it. Hot Sauce Sports <laughs> by 50. Easy W. You're a coward. <laughs> Blitz Buds, Tough Lungs. Buds. Uh, yeah, Blitz Buds. And Los Penetradores versus the Stoics. Stoics. Let's go women's division. Strangers, Villa. Strangers. Yeah, strangers. And Red Nation, Leipzmiet. I'll go LPM. I'll go Red Nation. All right. Then we're going to go, this is division D, I think. Yes. Fourth and Schlong replacements. Give me Schlong. Oh, give me Schlong all day long. La Cité Jeton, Big Dracos. Cité. Cité. Team Timbo, Mad Dogs. Mad Dogs. Yeah, I'll go with the Mad Dog defense. V-Town replacements. V-Town. V-Town. Trap Stars, Mighty Six. Trap Stars. Yeah, it's a trap game for Mighty Six. Give me Trap Stars. Peerless, Scared, Scarred, scarred. Uh, Wide Open Bar. Peerless. Uh, you couldn't read it properly, so Wide Open Bar. 
Santard, Ghost. Santard. Yeah, Santard. Glory Boys, Blue Dreamers. Glory Boys. Glory Boys. Bandits, Kiss My Vulture. Can't pick it. KMV by 50? No. KMV by 50. Lockdown, Save the Turtles. I'm not picking Lockdown for us this season. Save the Turtles. <laughs> save the Turtles. Did they destroy you last night? No. No. no Mighty Six, Dirty Dogs. Dirty Dogs. Dirty Dogs. Killer Rays, Undertakers. Ooh, Killer Rays. Rays. Bandits, Glory Boys. Glory Boys. Bandits. Wide Open Bar, Ghosts. Wob. Wob. Late, Santal. 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 Trap Stars, Peerless Guard. Trap Stars. Uh, Peerless Guard. Primetime, Lockdown. Primetime. You just have to stop at Primetime. No one's picking Lockdown. Oh, yeah, Primetime. Yeah. Fourth and Schlong, Team Timbo. Ooh. Schlong. I'll go Schlong again. Dirty Dogs, V-Town. Dirty Dogs. Uh, Dirty Dogs, yeah. Big Dracos, Selwyn, Old Boys. Huh. I'll go Big Dracos. Selwyn. All right, we're going co-ed one. Justice League, Fast Not Furious. <sighs> Worst League. movie ever, but Justice League, yeah. Justice League. Fit Squad, Kiss My Outlaws. Kiss My Outlaws. Camel. Easy Fun, Les Petits Fuck. Easy Fun. Easy Fun. And Fit Squad, Justice League. Justice League. Yeah, Justice League. Go at two. Gorillas, Sneaky Snakes. Sneaky Snakes. Sneaky Snakes. Les Princess, Iced Out. Princess. LP. Three Hunters, Blue Wave. Blue Wave. Three Hunters. Blue Wave with a new quarterback. OJ, baby. Nice. Let's do it. Gorillas, Three Hunters. Three Hunters. Yeah, Three Hunters. Iced Out, Les Princess. LP. LP. And Kiss My End Zone, Blue Wave. Kiss My End Zone by 50? No. Kiss My End Zone by 50? Okay. I'm doing it just because you refused to say it. Yes. Uh, Division E, The Penetrators, Vic in a Box. Vic in a Box. That's good. I'll go Penetrators. Good game, though. Penetrators. Cavalier de Rohan, Scranton Stranglers. Can't pick it. Uh, so Scranton Stranglers by 50? <laughs> no. Scranton Stranglers by 50. There you go. Magnetos, Sulefes. I thought, oh originally I thought Magnetos was your team. Yeah, I, I, I knew it. I, I, I knew you did. Uh, I'll go Magnetos. Uh, Sulefes is going to try and cheat, so Magnetos. Uh, big Fat Bats, Les Petits Carottes. It's past 9 p.m., so Big Fat Bats. That's a good game, but I'll go LPC. TB Elite, The Pillow Talkers. <laughs> that one's hard to pick. Yeah. I'll go Pillow, pillow Talkers. talkers yeah. QB yeah. Roulette, Vic in a Box. Well, this is uh, where they make a decision for their season. I think they're going to deny the wheel once again, yeah. and they're going to get smacked for a loss. Vic in a Box Vic by 56,000. Beca- only for the reason the of denying the wheel. The wheel. All right. Les Petits Carottes, TB Elite. LPC. LPC. By 50. Pillow Talkers, Scranton Stranglers. Can't pick it. So Scranton Stranglers by 50? No. That's my pick. <laughs> Brewers, Black Label. Black Label. Black Label. Sizzle, Sulefes. 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 But they can try and cheat. Scranton Stranglers, Magnetos. Can't pick it. What are you going to do? Not... You're going to win by 50. Okay. Minke FT, Les Petits Carottes. Good matchup here. Yeah, that's a good one. But I'll go Petits Carottes. Magnetos, Big Fat Bats. Big Fat Bats. It's a one-point win for Magnetos. It's after nine. I got to pick it. Big Fat Bats, Wind Diesel. This game happened at 7 p.m., so Wind Diesel. That's, no, I'll go Big Fat Bats. The Penetrators, Minke FT. 
another good game. I'll go That's Penetrators. Funny confluence of games. I'll go Penetrators. Eagles of Germany. Yes. Penetrators. Sizzle, yeah. Cavalier, Drohan. I'll go Cavalier. Uh, I guess Cavalier in the game I wouldn't watch it. Alright. If Division. I score Captain, I have to do it with my eyes closed. Division A, Braves, the, the Apocalypse. Braves. Braves. All Stars, Mo Cons, Mo Problems. Go All Stars. Yeah. So hard picking All Stars this yeah. season, man. All Stars. KGP, Party Crashers. KGP. Yeah. And then another Mo Con, Mo Problems, All Stars game. Uh, let's, let's mix it up. MKMP. I'll go All Stars again. Woo! Clean sweep. All right. And then Division B, Junkyard Dogs, BYOB. BYOB. Yeah, BYOB. Touch it, catch it, brand new. Brand new. I'll go brand new. Mangoose, Silent Ticklers. Ticklers. Tickle me so. Mangoose gets their first win, though. Yeah. Junkyard Dogs, brand new. Go. Well, go dogs. Junkyard Dogs on that one. Yeah. Silent Ticklers, Thor's Hammer. Hammer. Yeah, Thor's. And BYOB, B Raves. That's the upset. BYOB. Yeah, BYOB. I like that one. Yeah. And that's it, boys. There we go. We got through the whole show. We had audio we the entire sound. time. Yeah. That was wonderful. Yeah. Thank you. I feel, like, I feel like I should have screwed with, like, Iggy's voice and, like, only put him in, like, the left <laughs> ear or the right ear or, like, up and but down that, his that audio. that was happening. That's hap- that was happening anyway. No, yeah. no. Like, actually on the mix and everything. Oh, nice. Like, I can only send you into one ear right now. Iggy, say something. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's annoying. But that's pretty much what I, what was I, what I was listening to. Yeah, that's very fucking annoying. Well, at this point, I don't hear you because it's my left ear. Yeah. So, is that why you put these out here for me to, like, am I a joke? No, Terry was juggling during hostile sports. Oh. Or attempting to. Okay. Um, Man, our audience must really not like this. <laughs> then again, it's probably better than the last week. It so. is. It is. Iggy, thanks for joining me, man. Yeah, it was fun. MoCon, fake wedding. Hope you had fun. Yeah, Mo, thanks for No updates, by the way, from his Instagram, so I have no idea. I told you, it's fake-ass shit. Yeah. Um, Basically, Eagle, we get the opening course and nothing more. That's weak, Mo. That's weak. Eagle, thanks for your production. Uh, everyone, thank you for watching. Thank you for letting me be myself, but also Magic Words, please. I don't do that. From all of us here at the Weekly Extra Point Live, fake ass web.